Do you expect me to talk? Or you just... Don't you always talk first? It's like it's your show. Like you took over all these years ago. You killed Josh. So you get to talk first. They're just going to sit there. Yeah. <laughs> not going to say anything. Hey guys, welcome to Life After Cover Save, episode 203. I got this. Hey no, guys. Hey, no, I got it. Okay. Okay. 203. 203. Uh, very special episode with a very special <laughs> guest. But before we get into that, while Blake is moving his lips while I'm talking. Intentionally. Intentionally, just to disrupt me. Uh, we got a Facebook page, guys. That's right. Facebook <laughs> page. Facebook page. Yeah, we got an email address. We got an email address. What's the email address? Life after the cover save at gmail.com. Okay. Uh, we got, you know, we got stuff working. We got things in works. We right now, we have a master plan to fix the fundraiser. <laughs> yeah, and Blake's gonna do it. And I'm gonna do it real soon. Yeah. So, it's if you're still waiting on your plan. prize, you're gonna get an email real soon. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, really, there's, I would say there's probably two good prizes left. What would you say those prizes The painting. Were? Oh, there was a Caleb Because the building painting. went out, right? Yeah. The yeah, somebody selected the pre-made Big stuff. Yeah. Big stuff went out. Isn't there dreadfully? That's not really a big. Well, you know what? So, so there's someone out there that really wants that. Yeah. But I would say overall, everybody. Yeah, there's two paintings, right? Yeah. Which one? What are they? The $100? I can't remember exactly the details. It was like a single it's, model. There's a frontline one, and then there's a, then there's a Caleb. Okay. Yeah, uh, so really, good. there's two good prizes left. And the funny thing, the, the sad thing is there's a lot of people out there that have been waiting very patiently for a long time. For their graphic novel. For their, <laughs> or the, for their Metal Skaven model. Or their singles, or like three oh, yeah. Metal Skaven models. Yeah, okay. Or their monster backpack. <laughs> there's people that have been waiting for that. But the people were like... With the nicer prizes, they got out early. Some of them did get out early, but we were waiting. We're waiting on responses from yeah. people. Well, and I some mean, people were requesting things that aren't even on the list. Yeah, I think there were several people that were <laughs> requesting things. Like, well, I don't get it. So you guys, what about a t-shirt? Yeah, what, what about, about a, a, a t-shirt? Uh, like, we really like, do you have like something like a, like a statue I can put on my desk? Yeah, do we take care of that guy? I don't think so because he never responded. Oh. After I was like, we could send you a picture. Oh yeah, um, of me and Blake. So some people are wearing holding ba- hands, walking into the surf. But he beautiful. He, he is a beautiful picture. Yeah. So some people waited patiently to get stuff that's not very good. Yeah. And then some people have said, "You know what? It doesn't really matter. I yeah. just I wanted to support the show." Yes. So that made me feel better. But then some people are like, "Where the fuck is my prizes?" Yeah. I will never support never again anything you do. And that's fine. I, and I understand. Uh, sure. Completely. And we asked him if he wanted a monster backpack. Yeah. He did not respond. <laughs> no, I think you got mad. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, you did in all sincerity because he w- he wanted to go before the other people. 
chose, like in out of order, basically. He did. I don't even remember. Yeah, because he, he was further down the list. Oh, he wasn't like number ten or nine, wherever he we're was at. Like, right he was now. like nineteen. He was like sixteen, seventeen. So he was like wanted to cut in front of people. Well, you know, but what? I think that might be the solution. Yeah. Well, you know what? Hopefully, he gets his email. And he replies to it, yeah, because he might be able to get more than a monster backpack. He might. He might get that that Watchmen graphic novel, or the Deadpool one where he gets married. Who Deadpool gets married? Yep. Anyway, so yeah, that's that's rounding the corner here, guys. Yeah, it's been two years. <laughs> Long time. It's coming. been a year. It's been yeah, full year. It's been, been about a year. And I, you know what? I don't feel that bad because <laughs> I'm a horrible person. Well, I feel bad. And I know that we are to blame because we I'm we, we set this up this way, thinking that it, it was going to be, be best, the best for everybody who was involved. And it probably would have just been easier just to have everybody get what they didn't want. Yeah. But at least get something. Yeah. Well, I think at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, the people that got drawn early were able to get their reward for being drawn early, which there really is no, there's no reward in it. You just no. luckily we drew your name early yeah. and they got the good stuff that they wanted. Yeah. And now that that's basically over, Some, nothing's really changed for, unless yeah. somebody was someone around 19 or 17 had been waiting to build his Skaven army. Yeah. Until he got the fucking Skaven Metal Assassin blister pack. Yeah. In that case, man, we're sorry. Yeah. Yeah. But. uh, Yeah, because he's been waiting. Yeah. Age of Sigmar is old now. Yeah, he couldn't. He can't pull the trigger. No. Anyways, guys. First off, just to get it out of the way. Today, three listeners are going to be super stoked. Yeah. For our guest. Probably. Three listeners. Um, we have a known quantity in the Netrunner world on the show. Yes. Um, Hollis Echo. Um, he We talk about uh, the other stuff he does in the Netrunner community. He does a couple different podcasts and shows. Yes. Well, talented Way player. than ours. I actually don't know. Okay. <laughs> Well, I'll be honest with you. I don't know. I think any show's bigger than ours. Maybe. I, I looked do... at our numbers recently. Yeah. And I'm impressed. Yeah. But I heard some other person's numbers <laughs> recently. And Old C T. Yeah. Look, we're not gonna name names. C T. Mr. T. Mr. Oh, I love Mr. T. Yeah. But he wears that Bowie hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cover up his Mohawk. Yeah, well, dude, uh, that number he gave that's that's phenomenal yeah and here's the deal guys we've been doing this now seven years yeah and uh, we are the longest running no hiatus podcast kind of yeah kind of 40k podcast yeah uh and we've got the least amount of listeners i don't know about that well it's pretty yeah (laughs) i I think we uh, i can Unless there's something wrong with our, our our feed monitor. Yeah, maybe. But fuck it. I mean, yeah, I mean we got something to show for Bottom it. Bottom line is we got a whole bunch of old uh uh-huh. Warhammer Skaven 
metal miniatures and blisters. <laughs> that's that's our bottom line. That's true. Uh, but no, seven years in. When was our anniversary? I think it was in June. June? April, May, June. Okay. So seven years in, uh, I want to say that uh, the, a lot of people have had a lot of fun here. Mm-hmm. I agree. Was it 200? 200 was our ep- No, two, was 200 our, ep- our, our, two year, our seven-year anniversary? Around or just our time. 200th episode? That was just our 200th episode. Okay. 202 uh, is probably around the seven. Yeah. Well, I mean, regardless, a lot of people have had a lot of fun with us. That's true. And we've had a lot of fun. With a lot of people. With, with a lot of people, if you know what I mean. And I and, think we have a lot of fun with Hollis. You're beautiful. I was about to go there, too. Yeah. I think the coolest thing, the three listeners are going to be stoked to hear about Hollis. Yeah. And on the other outlets for Netrunner that Hollis talks and, and, and does his face stuff, he probably doesn't get to talk in the kind of conversations we, we were able to go to together. No. Um, and it was a really good conversation. You actually, when we turned it off, you said that was a really good, that was a really good talk. It was. Um, not the, n- not the Netrunner part at all, but like everything else we talked about, our Dirty Dozen or Filthy 15. Yeah. I think we talked about him working in an arcade. I think it was him. Yeah. Just getting down to the nerd, the nerd origins. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the Netrunner stuff. I mean, that's fun for me. Yeah. There's a lot of inside with me and him. Inside baseball. And the, so there's basically him, me, and the three other people, which I could probably name right now. But Adon would might be one of them. Huh? But yeah. Adon doesn't listen to the show. No, he doesn't. He refuses. Why does he refuse? <clears throat> well, I don't know. He's afraid. You know what? You guys, that's what you guys need to do is ask Adon. Adon go on to the <laughs> Independent Characters uh, Facebook page and just ask Adon. Why is he afraid to listen to life after the cover save? Because you think afraid is the operative word. Yeah, here. because Carl's not afraid. No. And you know what happens? What? He likes it. <laughs> he likes what he hears. Adon is afraid. He's afraid. Yeah, I don't know if he's afraid of hearing the sound of pursed butthole lips. <laughs> just, just Putin. Yeah, just the sound it makes. But you can't be afraid of that. No. Because it hardly ever happens anymore. Yeah. And. I think it happens more in Fartstone. Definitely. Well, the smell in the room after Fartstone is definitely different. different. It's a different atmosphere in oh, Fartstone. Literal atmosphere. Yeah. Um, Chemicals in the air. Yeah. So uh, that's what I want you guys to do. Go on the Facebook independent <laughs> characters and just ask Adon. Tag him. You tag, know, him. tag him in there. And be Tejeda. like, why? Adon Tejeda. Yeah. Why are you afraid to <laughs> listen <laughs> to Life After the Cover Save? And why'd you cut off your ponytail? That's what I want to know. He had a ponytail? <laughs> yeah, you didn't know he had a ponytail? And he doesn't listen to our show, and he has a ponytail. He used to look like Steven Seagal, dude. He, I've never seen him in a ponytail. Well, you don't know a Don like I do. That's true. Yeah, but he's afraid to listen to the show. That's the key thing. We, I need, mean, to, we, need, to, we need to drill I home mean, here. He will take on a dual-wielding, uh, knife, drug-induced, person roaming a campus yes you know what i mean but he won't listen but he to won't the listen life of the cover save you know what i mean there's there's something psychological and deep-seated there perhaps yeah maybe we can get him on again and maybe talk we about remind it. him of somebody <laughs> i'll probably remind him of somebody <laughs> uh but anyways and you you're super jealous all right yeah i had i it was it was you had a good weekend last weekend oh, the was best last weekend, weekend? The best weekend. Is it the best? 
Yeah, I don't know about the because the, the other the other weekends are fun too. No, the other weekend's the best weekend, but this is the best weekend. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like sometimes you can have really the best weekends, mm-hmm. multiple weekends, the weekends, multiple best weekends. Yeah, but there's something a little special about this one. Yeah, it's and the there's best. something very special about the other one. They're all the best. So they're just the best weekend. I don't think the first one was the best because I wasn't there. It was a different house. Yeah. It was the first time out. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but I think the second one was probably the best. Because we the were first, all there. Okay, well, the first one was the best, too. Uh-huh. And the second one has been the best. Yeah. And this new Geek in South is the best, is the best too. Is the best as well, yeah. So, so this is probably the best weekend. I agree. Yeah. But I wasn't there. And you weren't there. It was actually a smaller group. Which makes it the best. It makes it good, but also bad. And I'll tell you why. Actually, it doesn't make it bad at all. Okay. It's, it's really weird. Weird, yeah. Like, <laughs> everyone's able to, pl- like, in the really big games, we were all able to play. Well, first off. Yeah. I want to know how many people were there. Nine. But oh. Nine. But, but first off. This was, we did a show about Geek End with Carl. Or Loopy. No, it was Carl. Okay. I think it was like Carl. We asked about the origin of Geek In with Loopy. And he said it was, yeah, he said the origin was Loopy. Yeah. And we probably talked to Loopy about we it, too. We did talk to Loopy, dude. But I, I want to say that we oh, had... Loopy, here's a call to arms, dude. Did we talk to you about Geek In? Comment on our Facebook page. All right, Loopy. <laughs> we need our metrics up. Yeah, we need our metrics I got my Facebook uh, uh, update email uh, this week, and it wasn't pretty. Oh. It was missing the Loopy. Although, I, I also... Um, but we hear Loopy's recovering well. Yeah. He and his wife recovering well. He's looking toy. Yeah. Uh, so we had, I think it was Carl. And basically we wanted to say in this, we talked about Geekin, where it came from, what it is. And the, the, the spin I wanted to leave people with was, hey, you can do these too. Yeah. Make your own. Make your own Geekin. Yeah. And that's what Travis, and that's what the Travis Muppet did. Hitman did. He got that little spark, dude. We let he that, did. We lit that fire under him. He got off his laurels, and he just made Geek and South. And I couldn't do it. And Blake didn't show. He no-showed us, dude. He um, he, he put his nose up, and he turned his head, and he walked away, dude. Yeah. I only geek in North. Yeah. He just, he just, I don't geek in South. What do you call that? What do you call that when you like? It's called a discriminating taste. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. A, fi- a finer thing. Yeah, I have whatever, a palate dude. for the finer things. You were jealous. Oh, man, I did. I've been. He's been depressed. the weeks leading up to it. Yeah, and then during the weekend. Yeah, dude. Told, the, and the after. You yeah. know what? How many times just, Blake saw me, the days leading up to Geek in South. Months. No, the I think the the week oh. of Geek in South, you probably saw me like four times that week. Yeah, and what did I say every time? You're like, have fun geeking. Like we worked on your car. And there was another day you stopped by. Then you came by the day of to get the weed whacker, which I'm sure you didn't even use. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> you didn't even use it's it. in my car right you now. You just needed me to see me because you were going <laughs> to geek in, dude. Worry about geek in. Yeah. But there yeah, was, no. there was Okay, there was nine people. Should have been 10. Could have been, uh, yeah, it could have been actually 11 or 12. Yeah. Because Doug Neal didn't go. Fucking Doug Neal. But it's okay, dude. Anyways. Yeah, I mean, like, to name a couple people, we had Muppet Hitman Travis. Yeah. Who put it together. Uh-huh. Thank you, Travis. How was the house? Uh, 
plenty of beds, uh-huh. plenty of rooms. Uh-huh. Uh, the only problem that I had, I wish there was more bathrooms. Oh, really? It was two. And it seemed, and it, you know what? And even then, it wasn't really a problem. Because there's nine people. Because there's only nine people, and we staggered it enough to where I don't think I ever had to walk into the bathroom after it smelled. Yeah. So. Which is going to happen. Well. So I think the two was okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it wasn't that big of a deal. And then, like, the kitchen felt warm on occasion. Yeah. But there was, like, the living room was nice and cool. Okay. They had a pool. They had a, a sauna. Ooh. And me and Travis would go to the sauna with Doug. And Doug, you know, was always playing his mind games. Yeah. Would try to keep us in there for, like, a long time. And me and Travis <laughs> were just, like, sweating. and be like, we want to get out, Doug. He's like, no, nah, dude, just another couple minutes. I'm like, all right, Doug, we'll do it for you. <laughs> so. It's always a game with Doug. Doug Doug's always playing games. It's always game space for him. Yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know. It was just awesome. You know, we had tri-tip the first day. You know, Cheyenne was out there barbecuing tri-tip. They turned out wonderful. Yeah. Cheyenne's, Cheyenne's a good cook. Yeah, he is. He knows, he knows the way around a barbecue. So we had, like, tri-tip sandwiches. Then, like, we had leftover tri-tip for lunch the next day. Oh. We had, like, burgers, brats. Oh. Carl actually had a couple of pork brats. And really? didn't even phase him. He didn't know. No. No, he knew what it was. And he's he like, I could probably it. have, a, like, half or one. And then he ate one, and he's like, yeah, I could probably have another <laughs> one. <laughs> so he had his fill. And then the ne- next day was spaghetti. But, man, I played a all bunch of different games I didn't play in the first one. Yeah, that's the beauty of Geekin. New games every time. Like, I played this game called uh, Boss Monster, I believe. Yeah. It's like a, you create a dungeon. Yeah, you're trying to... Everybody, we're all a boss monster, and yeah. we're wanting to capture heroes. We're trying to lure heroes to our, to yeah. our, to our boss levels. So we create dungeons. Yeah. And the, the problem, you don't want to, like... You don't want to get the heroes too early, because then they'll go through your dungeon and kill you. Yeah. So you try to, like, slow play it, but build, like, the best dungeon you can. Then you want to draw as many as you can. So first it's, like, you're trying to send heroes away or keep it to where people are tied with certain types of heroes. Mm -hmm. Like, if I'm trying to build thief, some thief stuff, I want to tie you as a thief. That way they just stay in town. Yeah. And then once I build all my rooms, then I'm like, all right, I'm ready. And then you want them to come in. Yeah. It's a side-scroller dungeon, right? Yeah. Like like an 8-bit. Yeah, it's all the graphics are 8-bit. Yeah, I figured they'd be up your alley. Yeah, it was really cool. I, I kind of want it. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about that. Um, And, like, we played this other game that was Dixit, which is, like, a picture game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think in some ways it's, like, apples to apples because you're, like, somebody has a card and he just kind of vaguely describes the card but not really describes it. Uh-huh. Like, if it's, like, There's grass th- and, like, a blanket and, like, weird ice cream everywhere he could be like meadows or something so we all throw down a card that we think is meadows right yeah and then nobody they're all shuffled in nobody sees who turned in what card and there's five cards and then we all bid on a card like i think it's this one we all flip over at the same time i think it's this card this card but so you don't know on the bid you don't know what card it is we don't know whose card it is we just we, we can't pick our own obviously okay but you but you're going to bid on another person. Because tr- the people that are bidding are trying to bid on the storyteller's card. Yeah. And 
So if I pick, let's say you were the one telling the story, if I pick your card, I'll get to move three spaces. It's like mm-hmm. a board, like you have to right? Oh, okay. So I'll get three, and everybody who picks mine, I'll get one for each one of those that pick mine. But if everybody picks a storyteller, he's not vague enough. Mm-hmm. Storyteller gets zero, and everybody else gets. Okay, zero. well, what is the criteria? Because he has a card. Yeah. It has. It has. He uh, wants it to be vague enough so that it can possibly be other people's. So if like four people pick you, the storyteller, okay, so and okay, one so, person picks somebody hold on, else. Hold on, hold on. So he has his card mm-hmm. that has art on it. Mm-hmm. He is the only one that sees it. Yes. He says meadows. Yeah. Then everybody else at the table looks at their cards. Their their deck of cards. Their, their five, deck of cards hand, that have hand. pictures. Yes. And they're picking one that says meadows also. Yes. So we put them all in the middle. Flip them. And then we over. flip them all over. Yes. So no one knows whose is whose except for you know your own. Yes. So then it's a voting thing to saying which one was the storyteller's card. Yeah. Which one personified meadows? Yes. Okay, that makes a lot more sense to me now. Yeah. So if you get picked. You move spaces. If the storyteller doesn't get picked, he moves spaces. It's just, no, the storyteller has to get picked in order to move spaces. Ah. He has to get at least one. But if he gets them all, he doesn't move any. Yeah. So he has to be vague enough for other people to get some points too. Okay. But he he has to at least get one. So that pig one, someone Actually, said, I think if nobody picks the storytellers, nobody gets anything possibly. So the pig picture that I sent was, was breakfast. Just, it could have been breakfast. Yeah. I, well, I got I got a picture sent on the on the Facebook. That was just a picture I saw in this old frame. Oh, okay. I was like, this could go into Dixit. So but Dixit was cool. Dixit was like kind of yeah, it was like really trippy picture. So it was a cool game. Um, there's this other one that was, I would have said. I would have said Fourth of July. Okay. If it was the 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 picnic, the grass, the, the blanket, the ice cream. But there's but it was never like. Like that type of picture is always like abstract. Oh, okay. And like weird, oh. like Salvador Dali is. Uh, Tom Sawyer. Yeah, I guess. Like it's more abstract. He shit. said he said like Matrix because there's a girl walking in the snow with a, like a black coat uh-huh. and she had like there's a red flower there uh-huh. and maybe he said like there's a glitch in the Matrix was what he said. Who said it? Travis. Fucking Travis. I know. So I was like, oh, man, I wish I had a girl like in a red dress because I was thinking of the same thing. Yeah. Because he says it before. He, he, you don't even know what the card is. Yeah. Right? Anyways, we played Coup, which is the one we played before. Yeah. Did it um, run smoother this time? I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good at that game. Yeah. I'm really good at that game. We got a doorbell here. Doorbell. Hey, this is Big Nasty B from Life Ever the Cover Safe, and I'm at a mall talking to strangers about Table War. Table War develops some of the most innovative products for the miniature wargaming and hobby industry. And I develop pictures. That's great. They develop things like the fat Matt. Who's Matt, and why is he so fat? Well, first off, Matt is not a person. The fat Matt is a tabletop gaming surface, and with over 40 different designs, Table War's fat Matt has become a community standard. I got a Surface Pro, it's like 10 inches. By the way, I mean my friend Simbon. Do you know where that is? No, but I do want to tell you about the Table War Tower case line. Oh man, towers are so huge. Well, it's not that kind of tower. It's the original modular, all-in-one display storage and transport system for all your tabletop miniatures. Wow, you're really smart. What's your relationship status? Well, it's complicated, but you know what isn't complicated? Chili dogs. This is true, but also the macro mat. Oh, geez, not that guy again. 
The Macromat is a one-of-a-kind innovative photography backdrop, perfect for collectibles, hobby miniatures, and small works of art. Its durability, portability, and functionality in one inexpensive product. I wasn't paying attention to what you just said, but do you validate parking? No, I do not. But if you want more information, head over to TableWar.com and check them out. Table War! Hey guys, Big Nasty B here. I want to talk to you about all the great stuff that you can buy at Wargamer.com. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's Wargamma.com. Wargamma.com? Yeah. Mr. Danny does alternative and original resin sculpts for tabletop war games. Models, terrain, markers, and objectives. Even bases. Wait, 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 wait. I understand what war is. It's a battle. I understand what gamma is. It's like gamma rays that made the Hulk the Incredible Hulk. But if you put them together, I don't get what they're talking about. Well, I'm not sure either. But if you go to wargamma.com, you can see just what I'm talking about. Hey, Robo. 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 You think Mr. Danny likes chimichangas as much as we do? Wargamma.com. Well, that was a doorbell. Yeah. Then it was an ice cream break. And it was a, a phone cigarette call. break. Phone call. Then a phone call break. Then a cigarette break. So let's talk about these games, okay? <laughs> so we play well, Coup. Yeah, you play Coup. You said you're good at it. I'm good at it. it it's yeah. You know what the trick is? What? Don't lie. You just always play what you have. Unless you because, want to. Because, like, look. Like, I'll be like, all right, I'm going to tax. And then somebody's like, well, I'm getting four and eight. I'm like, oh, I'm going to block that. And they're like, uh, uh. BS. So I flip over my card. Guess what? I'm the Duke. Yeah. Right? Now I get a new card, and then I'm like, oh, I'm going to tax again. Uh, BS. Well, I had another Duke. Well, someone's going to BS. Oh, yeah. De- definitely. But maybe late game. There was one round we were playing, gotta... and they were, everyone was taxing. But there was only one real Duke, and it was yeah. me. I had two of them. Well, maybe maybe it's a late game BS. Maybe yeah. late Because you have. I did late game BS on one of them. Uh-huh. And I got called on it, and I lost. Oh. But that was, like, the only game I lost. Because how do you make a move on that? You have to, like, at the end when there's just two, it's a race to get to seven. Oh. Maybe I said I'm going to steal from you. Well, either way, maybe maybe the BSing isn't to play on that. Yeah. You know, but here's the deal. Every game plays different with different players. That's true. When Doug's on the board, though, Doug never beat me in coup. You know what Doug's good at? What? The the killer one like werewolf or yeah. murder, yeah, because he's a, he's a sociopath. Yeah, he's just like his brain just like is, looking his, at people. His brain there's, doesn't work right. There's another game we played. It was called the Resistance. Yeah, that one was pretty fun. It's by the people that make Coup. Is it? I think so. Well, it's fun. There's like seven people, or there's a mathematical equation basically. Yeah, and like round one, three people go to this mission. Right, uh-huh. and everybody gets a everybody playing gets a vote to see if you either vote yes that the mission is going, or no, and then they have to send out different people. Yeah, right. So you pick three people, they go on the mission, and then they come back and they flip over cards like success, 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 yeah. or success, success, fail. And if you get one fail, the mission fails. Okay. And then you're like, oh man, one of those guys was a spy. Uh, so who are we sending up? Okay, we're gonna take this guy. You know, it's kind of like murder. In some ways. It's like the werewolf a little bit, too. Yeah, and even like bang dice. Yeah. Because you don't know who's who. But like the one round, we just picked straight up good guys. Right? 
we got lucky and like the first yeah. three guys were good guys and i was like dude pick me i'm a good guy i'm gonna go up there with you and i we did and then we're like and the next person went and they just the next person that was on the left of me was a spy yeah and we're like all right either you pick somebody else and then we'll all just vote against it mm-hmm. right and then it goes to the next person or because then the next person in charge and he gets to pick his team yeah that's one way like once you figured out that far like we know we're all good or at least the mission would fail right yeah and then or you're the or you like pick yourself and then you put in the fail mission yeah but we're telling you if you pick anybody else we're gonna vote no you know what i mean like there's ways so when you when you you send people three three people on a mission and then you everybody says okay yeah we vote it. on if the mission goes takes off yeah and then the three cars success success fail whatever those are what you are giving no if i'm on the mission you're on the mission yes i either give you a success if i'm i'm part of the resistance oh, or if I i'm see. a spy i might slip in a fail sometimes the spies okay. will slip in a success yeah to hide themselves yeah okay so it's it's you when you are playing it when you're on the mission the success and the fail cards are coming from the players themselves. Yes. It's not like a separate deck. There's two different decks. There's a voting like, yes, if uh-huh. the mission's going to actually take place. Mm-hmm. And everybody gets to vote on that. Yeah. And then... So each player has two two decks. Yeah. No. Two deck. They have two cards. And you... It's, the, it's, an, it's like a hidden vote. Mm-hmm. So we're like, Blake, Travis, and Doug are going on the mission. And I'm a spy. And I'm like... And the spies know who they are. Yeah. And it's all three good guys. Us spies should be like, well, I don't know about Doug. He's, yeah. you know, he's always, well, when we vote on it, all the spies are going to vote no for it to take. Yeah. And maybe we convince somebody to vote no. And then they'll have to change up the order. Yeah. And now I know a spy's going, I'm like, yeah, that's better. So the whole time. There's like two different parts of the game. Yeah. So the whole time you, the spies know who each other are. Yeah. So what they're trying to do is try to disrupt that mission. Yeah. One of the, in one of and there's the several missions. Yeah, there's like there's and you have to do it all within five missions. Like yeah. either the good guys, the resistance wins, or the spies lose. Yeah. I mean, spies win. And in one of the games, we thought we were doing good as a resistance. I I was never a spy. I thought we were doing good as a resistance because on one of the turns, there were two spies on the mission, and neither of them put in the. Oh. Because they can't communicate before the mission. But if you would have thrown in two spies. We would just say we're, you know, we're not sending any of these three people. The odds of us winning now are better because yeah. we're not going to send. There's still like five people left. Yeah, and we'll take our chances with one spy. So how many? So there's an equation about how many spies to how many resistors. Something like that. I okay. don't know exactly, but there's only so many missions. So you're on a, like a time crunch too. Yeah. So it's interesting. Did Campos accelerate any any uh, games? Uh, sometimes. Did he go? Did he bring XCOM? Uh, I think you did, but I didn't play it. Yeah, there's a lot of games. There was there was a a a, a game that was kind of like the Cthulhu game with the iPad. Yeah. But we just like flip tiles and flip cards and random stuff would happen. What is that one? We're like a group of people going to a haunted house and we're like checking out trying to find things. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, after you roll, and it's like a D two, so there's like nothing one or two on these six sided dice. Yeah. So once something like on this, if it's turn five, if you roll less than five, a haunting happens and somebody randomly becomes possessed. Okay. Oh, it's the and they house. gotta leave the room. It's 
not the house on Haunted Hill. It's something like that. It's like green and black, right? I don't the know. The box is like a scary house. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, uh, what is that called? We ended up winning that game. The guy that Sheldon was, Travis's friend, he became possessed. We all went into like the seance room. But as we are leaving from upstairs, the house starts falling apart. So you have to get to the basement, defeat the ghost, defeat the ghost before. And then Travis is like this little playing this little girl who like finds a mirror and a mask and gets all these powers, but can lose like her sanity. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. I think I know. I know. I know that one is called. I've seen it. It's similar to the other one. One of my friends really likes it. Yeah. It's similar to the other one. That was good. Uh, we played Bang Dice, of course. Bang Dice is always a We played this one where it's like a spell game, right? Uh-huh. And you get like three different cards. One's like the source of the power, the something, and then something, like the damage. There's mm-hmm. like three cards, and you, it's like randomly you can put together spells. Yeah. And you're so like you say, this is the blah, blah, blah from blah of the blah, 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 right? Okay. And that's a whole spell. And, and it'll say, like, the person who has the most health is going to take this much damage. And this, so you have, everyone has a damage counter. So the blah, 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 is that your, what you're making up? Or is that just part of the, 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 the blah, blah, blah is an actual term in the game? No. The blah, blah, blah is not the term. So something you're making it's up? Like, it's like the whiz, the woo, the wacky slime ball of philosophy. And then you're making that up. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I don't know exactly. I can't remember all the spells, but they're like weird names. Yeah. And, like, I had one spell that was, like, draw, flip over seven cards. And if it's in this, the first slot, you do them all. And I got, like, six of them. So I almost wiped out everybody in one of my spell things. Because it, it was cool. a powerful spell. The first part was. But, I mean, if I would have flipped over a bunch of this this the end part of the spells it yeah. wouldn't have done anything but it was the beginning part of the spell uh, see there's three parts of a spell right that you can do and yeah, usually yeah. if you do three it's the most powerful and if you find like common things between them it's even more powerful so you're building you're, you're it's like an, it's like abracadabra kind like of. you're you're using the cards to to build the the, the spell spells, of the word the best spells but yeah. the person who has like the shortest spell goes first. Like, you could throw down a one-card spell and do a quick damage. Yeah. So if you're like, Blake's almost dead, I'm going to go first just to try to finish him off with this first part spell. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, Blake, you t- my spell makes you lose one life point and you die. Fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or you can just do the most, the biggest spell, and then you see whoever has, like, the least powerful spell goes first. Yeah. It's a pretty fun game. You don't remember what that's called? <sighs> no, it's like a really long, weird name. It's the one that Carl bought. Okay. I, I could tell you if I gave if you gave me some time. No, I don't need that. Okay. Then there was there's just so many games we played Formula Day. Uh, I, don't, I don't like that game. It's okay. It's just like when you have a lot of people, it can drag. It takes forever. Yeah. So and I even came then, second. Even like it was an okay. It was okay. But the real thing was it wasn't that. It wasn't that. Um, it wasn't that interactive with other people. What do you mean? I I like games where you interact with people. Like what? Okay, I get. I guess I get what you're saying. Like this one is you. You the the game is driving your car. Yeah. And sure, you ha- you can get around somebody, but uh, there's not a lot of I'm going to do this 
so it disrupts their play. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the only thing you can really do is try to, like, bunch up. Yes. And that, yeah, yeah, you're not really, you rub them, you rub people a bunch of times. Yeah, to me, yeah, it, it, it was a it was cool system, but yeah, it, it wasn't uh, it wasn't that appealing overall. So, but here's the question, Ed. We had a little we had a little geek a little geek Thursday afternoon today. Yeah, we played Hero Realms. Yeah, you beat me. Yeah, my first game ever. First dude. game ever. Right out the gate, I'm in this mindset of winning right now. Yeah, I've been nothing winning but winning. Hearthstone. Nothing but winning. Nothing you're but like you're like you're like Trump and Charlie Sheen. Yeah, winning. Just drinking tiger blood and winning, dude. Tiger blood, grabbing pussies. Yep. And winning. Yeah. Did you like the uh, Did you like Hero Realm? It was, it was easy. It's deck it was building. Fun, fun and easy. It's deck building. Yeah. So that's a deck. That's like Dominion. Fucking Lords of Waterdeep. Yeah. Um, Wait, Lords of Waterdeep's deck building? I believe so. The board game. No, 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 no. The one that that people you see people post every now and then online. Oh well, they were playing a Lords of Waterdeep that I saw. I didn't play it, but they would look like they were doing stuff. Was it cards? There was like cards, but there was a board in there. Okay, maybe it was Lords of Waterdeep. I don't know. But Dominion is one of them. Okay, Dominion. Uh, There's another one. Generally, I don't like deck building games because they require me to count and to keep track of math. Right. But this math wasn't too. Hero nah, Realm, the, the realm system, they have like a star version, a Cthulhu version, and this one. I'll tell you what, dude. Huh. The, we played a quick game of Innovation. Yeah. It was okay. But I just don't think that they have what it takes. And I can't wait for Geek in Prime, for Michael Derry, just so we can just hit him up. I thought I got, I thought I got a, a beep. <sighs> I'm sorry, dude. We could just fucking Michael. You yeah. ready to play some fucking innovation? I know. Who? Someone other, other? A couple other people play innovation. I think Dunmore plays innovation. Doug wanted to play. Doug, Doug. played. Did he win? No. Or did Johnny win when we played? I can't no, remember. It wasn't me or you. I think it was Johnny. Yeah. Either way, I know there's. Oh, a f- Adon. He liked it. He seemed to like it. Oh yeah, he did actually. It was the first game. It was me, you, and Michael, and, and Adon. Derry was telling us what to do. Yeah. In the beginning, you were so lost. I was. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm still not that great at it. I, you know what? I I don't know how you get good at it, other than playing it more often. D- yeah, just seeing your cards and recognizing. Because sometimes when you play innovation, it's like, oh, I'm going to trigger this dogma on my card, but in doing so, I'm going to end up getting that covered up. Yeah. So. <clears throat> So you can lose control of where your civilization is going. Yeah, totally. When you're you, when you're doing some of the effects, and sometimes it's like, well, if I do this dogma, if I do this dogma, it's going to be really strong for me, but it's going to weaken me in another place. Or you see somebody that's doing a dogma that's like, oh man, that's really powerful, and you throw down cards so that you will equal them or have more than. So you so can that get you on can, that, you or you can, can stop them. Wagon. Yeah, or you're like. All right, you can do it, but I'm going to do it too. Yes. So the last game that we played, I won because all your dogmas you were sharing with well, me. Because you had more cards than I did. Yeah. It's about. It's also about being able to splay and do board, having yeah. all the colors. If yeah, if you can splay your stacks, um, yeah. Well, 
Okay, Michael Derry, you know, you, you play metalworking in the wheel, and then you, then you fuck them up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of anger in that one. Yeah. Okay, well, guys, Geek End, it's, it is no dream. You can make it happen with your friends, with your extended friends. We have a Geek End North and a Geek End South at this point. we got a Geek End East Coast yeah. with uh, Loopy. Let's go to that one. Let's do that. Um, Forget Carl's. Let's go to BYOB, <laughs> BYOD. Yep. You know BYOF, BYOG. Went swimming. BYO s- swimming trunks. Yeah, you gotta make sure you bring your swimming trunks this time. Yeah. No more underwear for you, dude. If you go in and you don't have swimming trunks, you're gonna have to go without your underwear. I can do that. Especially that <laughs> no. nice salt water jacuzzi. No. Ooh. No, we won't let you. Just, in. just fucking. Balls fucking coming up in the bubbles. <laughs> yeah, they just hang. Yeah, my balls hang They're pretty flotation far. flotation devices, dude. Yeah. Anyways, guys, uh, that was the first I heard about the Geek End. I told Ed to, to save it. Yeah. So I can enjoy it with you in, in spirit, my loyal listeners. It was fun, dude. I wish I could describe it. There, oh, there's a game, Codenames. Have you seen Codenames? I've seen Codenames. That game is so much fun. A lot of games... A lot of good games. Me and Trap, like, there was one. Check this out. This is going to be a long fucking show. I know, that's fine. All of them are getting this long anyways. In code names, there's a grid, five by five words, right? And there's a red team and a blue team. And the red team and blue team, there's a card that tells them, like, red team are these words Mm -hmm. and blue teams are these words. They don't actually show the words. They're just colors. Yeah. Like, these squares are yours. So, like, let's say there's there's, a... uh, star, right, mm-hmm. is one of them. Uh, flag, another one. Stripes. Yeah. Right. So I'm going to go America 3. So people look at all the words, the 25 words are on the table, and they're like, well, the flag. Star, yeah, There's flag's flag. one. Well, okay. Stripes. stripes. Stri- yeah, that's and it. And so they can, pick, they can pick one at a time. So they go to flag. Boom. Right? Yeah. Let's say another one was eagle. Yeah. And then they pick that one, and it was either it could either be your opponent's card, uh-huh. the round will stop. Yeah. It could be a, a bystander who gets hit, round stops, or it can be like the black card, which is like the double agent or whatever, and then uh-huh. the round's over and the other team wins. So there's only one, one you don't want to pick. Yeah. So Carl is our code master. Okay. So we're like, all right, we got Carl, code master. Okay. He knows how to play. There's. There's, his word is frozen, okay? There's a snowman. Okay. Right? On there that uh-huh. could be frozen. He says, he says frozen too, right? Okay. Another one, Antarctica. Okay. That could be frozen. Uh-huh. Other one, ice. Ice. So we're like, okay, frozen, let's see, frozen, snow, this, there's a snowman in the movie frozen. Let's go with snowman first. So we pick snowman. Good idea. Good. Boom, right? Yeah. Next one, we're like, well, Antarctica does have, can be frozen, but ice is definitely frozen. Let's pick ice. No, you pick Antarctica. No, <laughs> we picked ice. It was a black card that. No, you pick Antarctica. No, he, once, once we were like, oh, there's ice. And the car looks down. He's like, oh, they have ice. <laughs> he didn't, he, he did. didn't see ice. Yeah. Yeah. When yeah. he said frozen. So we lost around that. But it's so funny because another round car was, and he picked royalty. Mm-hmm. And that was like, we picked one of them but we weren't sure about the other one and we were like i was looking at him like oh scorpion 
The Scorpion King. The Scorpion King's King. royalty. <laughs> no, and it's we nothing. never picked it, but me and Travis kept talking about it the whole time. We ended up winning that round, and Carl was like, if you notice, Scorpion was not one of our cards. No. But it was just a, kind of a joke to talk about Scorpion King. Because if you, on the round, like if you pick, let's say one round, you're like royalty, and we pick one, and we're like, we really don't know what the other one, let's just wait. We yeah. think it could be this. Let's say let's say it was the frozen one. Yeah. And we pick snowman and and ice was one of them. Yeah. But Antarctica could have been the other one. Yeah. So we next round goes by, we pick the right ones again. We can pick an extra card. You know what I'm saying? From, like if, if 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 ice didn't end the game. Yes. Then the next turn we would have been like, "All right, well next turn if we get the one right, we'll click Antarctica." Yeah, you'll get an article. Yeah, you'll, 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 yeah, you'll, yeah, you'll score that one even though the turn has passed. Yeah. So every other, every time we had the extra turn, I kept saying like, "Let's pick Scorpion. Let's just do it because it could be royalty. Because <laughs> it could be royalty. That's funny. And then another one from that game, they were like, it was me and Carl were the spy masters, and I threw down some good ones, like some real good ones that got multiple. Because it's hard. You try to tie in as much as you can. Yes. And at the end, Carl says Mork, too. And there were just words that sounded like Mork, and he got him. Uh, so lucky. Cheyenne picked them both. I was about to say Mork and Mindy, Robin yeah. Williams, suicide, yeah, dementia, cocaine. There's a lot of words. Yeah, exactly. But fork. It was like and pork. pork and like, yeah. Pork. No, it wasn't pork, but dork. similar to like pork and dork, yeah. Yeah, New York. It's just... It was an empty win for him. Well, guys, listen. <laughs> you can Geek have end is, is not a fantasy. It can be real. Choose to make it happen in your life. Please enjoy this talk with Hollis. Uh, it, it's it's a good little talk. We want to get him back on sometime to talk about L5R. Yes. Mm-hmm. For sure. Bye-bye. What's that? It's the Legend of the Five Rings. We talked about it at the end there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, we a new talk about like D&D. And... Oh, we talk D&D. We talk about Pathfinder. Yeah. We talk about video games. We talked sure. about sex. We talked about oh, yeah. you know, living in America. We That's talked true. about you know boxing. We talked about... Too much. So much. Okay. Hey, buddy. You ready to play some 40K? Yep. I brought an old wallet, three CD cases, and a mic stand. What's the mic stand for? You know how you make your daughter hold up the unsupported section of the kitchen table? The mic stand can fill in for her when she has to use the bathroom. Oh, that's genius. She's getting super muscular from all that lifting. Yeah, she's looking like Stallone's double from over the top. No kidding. Last week, she hugged me and I peed blood for three days. But we don't need the mic stand. So we're going to be using the wallet and the CDs to level out the two folding tables? Nope. Uh, we're going to put the flimsy plywood over the coffee table? I hate that. I broke half my army when we leaned on it last time. No. Not the floor again. Follow me. Let me show you the future. Firmaterra's Alpha Table. Firmaterra's Alpha Table is a portable tabletop gaming innovation, a game space that moves with you. The Alpha Table is a full 6 foot by 4 foot gaming table that folds up into a 48 inch by 18 inch unit with handles. It can be slipped under your bed, fit into the trunk of your car, and hidden from ashamed loved ones. The creators of the Alpha Table wanted a solution that would cost less than your terrain, move along with your army and miniatures, and remain out of sight when not in use. Head over to FirmerTerra.com to look at full specs, videos, and pictures. Firmaterra. Make war everywhere. Hey, is your daughter home from school yet? I have to rotate my tires and I don't have a floor jack. Use code LATCS at checkout. 
Mechanical Warhorse. Mechanical Warhorse specializes in affordable, quality gaming aids, like markers, tokens, templates, and game effects. It doesn't matter what game system or skill you're playing, their products will take your game experience to the next level. Let's face it, makeshift gaming aids just don't cut it anymore. Mechanical Warhorse. Check out MechanicalWarhorse.com. Not only is the owner Carlos a great man, but he's a great lover. Once again, MechanicalWarhorse.com. Mechanical Warhorse. Throughout human history, our species has faced the frightening, terrorizing fact that we do not know who we are or where we're going in this ocean of chaos. The world is made of language. The, the mind is somehow a co-creator in the process of reality through acts of language. Hey guys, Big Nasty B here, and as always, I'm with Ed, the the, the amazing <laughs> robot Ed. By the way, uh, we have a special guest here. I'm not going to say who it is. Nope. There's four listeners who are super stoked. Because <laughs> um, there's only four Netrunner players that listen to our to our, to our our shows. That we know of. That we know of. It's true. One of them actually was Ryan, Kings fan. Mm-hmm. He, I said, hey, Ryan, I'm trying to get a hold of this guy who can't be named yet. <laughs> uh, and they were connected on Facebook. So Kings fan got me the hookup. So Kings fan is going to be stoked. Yeah. But I got a phone call today from my friend, and he said that Dubai has just created the first <clears throat> robot police officer. Yes. Yes. Finally. So RoboEd's <laughs> on board with this, and we have Hollis, Hollis Echo. Now, this is something that is kind of near <clears throat> dear to our hearts, the idea of a robot police officer. Not necessarily a RoboCop. <laughs> right? But 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 who was the famous Netrunner robot police officer? Wasn't there wasn't uh, there a, a Bioroid cop? There there was. Uh I know that the book written about him was named Gollum, I believe. But I can't remember what the actual robot police officer's name is. This is the one that uh is realizing that his mind's like his brain came from a mind mapped individual. I'm spoiling the book. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> but that that's 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 the one I do remember. I think that's the most one of the most important ones. That and the one in Terminal Directive. Okay, I I haven't <clears throat> I haven't gotten a Terminal Directive yet. Okay, I have the box. It has been op- It has been opened, and I just kind of left it in my car for a little while. But <laughs> so the four of you that are super stoked, Hollis, there's Echo, like there's like. Pairs and pairs of clothes just yeah. all over it. Got a pack of smokes yeah, in there. Some, some big gulps. Yeah, a couple big gulps. <laughs> some Carl's Jr. bags. It's been so hot out here in Southern California. Yeah. That we I've I've needed uh, I've upgraded to Slurpees. <laughs> okay. All right. Dude. <laughs> you know, Whatever. You still going to get the <laughs> breakfast burger? I, I I've stayed away from the fast food breakfast burger. Okay. I'm doing good at that. So, so you haven't pooped your pants lately. <laughs> I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't shit my pants in two weeks. Okay, congratulations, man. Uh, so 
for the four Netrunner people that are stoked, Hollis Echo, it's pronounced Echo. Mm-hmm. Yes. You, you, you might have, have, have heard him and seen him on the various Netrunner outlets out there on the internet. He's known for, for A&R, Bad Publicity, which means Android Netrunner Bad Publicity, and the Winning Agenda podcast. Did I did I did I do my research? <laughs> uh, your re- your research is sound. That was perfect. Yes, those are the oh, two. Good. Now, <clears throat> I like Netrunner. <laughs> Hollis likes Netrunner. Yep. Ed, I might fall asleep. Ed Ed, Ed <laughs> might have a problem with this. Interview. Yeah, but you know what? I've seen it being played, and it looks like people were enjoying themselves. Do you, do you agree? <laughs> do you agree with that? Do you think people enjoy themselves playing Netrunner, Hollis? Um, I think like anything, it's a it's a sort of mixed bag. Like the the IP, like the the concept of Netrunner is very cool and it's very modern. It's very now. So just for the imagery alone, a lot of people might like it. Uh, once they start playing the game, whether or not they stay will very much depend on their happiness with the state of the game. But I think most I think most people will, will like a game like Netrunner. I think yeah, so- I'll say that. I'll put a yes. He, he, he's standing behind yep. it. It's a yes. Stamped it with a yes. A Hollis yes. stamp. Yep. So Android Netrunner is <clears throat> a, in our case, for Android Netrunner, for Netrunner, it's a, a asymmetrical, competitive, not necessarily competitive, asymmetrical, what do you call that when it's competing? Two sides. It's competitive. But you can play Android and not necessarily be at a competitive level. You know, you got competitive 40K uh, tournaments and you got friendlies. I don't know what I, I mean. I think I would just only call it, I think I would call it competitive if for another reason, but because it's just, you know, it's 1v1. There's yes. not like a team format. Um, I don't have another. You got an, an, another another adjective? Ahead yeah, behavior. sorry. Let me just throw a dart at this wall here that I have <laughs> of adjective. I don't, I'm not sure. Well, it's asymmetrical, which yeah. is very different than most games people are playing right now okay and asymmetrical means that each side is ultimately different and not equal uh for instance you have two sets of cards when you create uh, a net runner uh, uh uh you create two decks ultimately and in this world it's a it's a pretty it's a it's a pretty dystopic not completely dystopic but it's not perfect cyberpunk uh, not necessarily near future. We're looking at what, maybe 200 years from now or 150 years from now. Uh, yeah, I, I think actually if we were looking at the timeline. Yeah, it's pretty close to like around 150. I I do believe. Granted, I'm not the best person for never in a lore, but that seems pretty close. Yeah. So it's sci-fi. It's it's high tech, cutting edge. Um, yep. And the Android universe is huge, but Netrunner in particular focuses on the cyber warfare between the hackers, a.k.a. the runners, versus one of the giant megacorps. And the megacorps run the world, and it's up to these plucky band of criminals, <laughs> misfits, and uh, artists to, uh, to take down, the, to, to steal the corporate secrets. So when you're, so let's say, uh, Hollis, when, I, when we go to a 40K tournament, mm-hmm. We, we bring our one list that we create. This is my Blood Angels army. This is Ed's Orc army. And we bring it in our case. We show up when we play. But for Android Netrunner, it's a little bit different. 
We don't build right. one army. No, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. It, because the game is asymmetrical, you know, there's there's always two sides in the in the conflict. There's the 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 runners, like you said, the hackers, and of course the evil mega conglomerates, the big corporations. And because the game is asymmetrical, when I play my runner, as an example, uh, I will always be playing it versus your corporation. And then when we play that game, we'll switch. You now bring out your corporation deck. Um, or rather, excuse me, you bring out your runner deck, and then I'll bring out my corporation deck, and then we'll play that way. And, yeah. uh, you know, depending on how many, depending on which side wins on both in both games determines the total number of points earned for that match. Um, and it's basically a, a, always traded off. It's only just recently they implemented a new format that is really weird uh, yes. where you don't even play both sides. You know, you in that new format, you only play one side. But... Uh, uh, for the you know for the, the the standard way the game is played, you bring both decks. You bring two different decks. Yeah. So when you come to the table for a traditional net run tournament, the night before I'm building a corporation deck that's yep. that's made of completely unique corporation cards, and I'm making a runner deck which is made of completely unique runner cards. You know we don't use the same cards when we when we when you build these decks. Except right. for we're fighting over we're fighting over a common card that the corporation yes. controls, uh, aka the winning agendas. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Uh, nice tie-in. So yes, you like seven years, Hollis. <laughs> seven years we've been doing this. Uh, so the the basic the basic idea of the game is the corporation is using his cards to create uh, computer servers on the board. And layering them with protective uh, anti, uh, or they call them ice. I can't remember what ice stands for. Um, intruder uh, countermeasure, uh, intrusion countermeasure. Measure, oh my gosh, entities. And In, maybe I don't know. I feel I feel like if they if I don't know that, like I'm gonna get like creamed by everybody in the community. Uh, There's only four people that actually listen. Yeah, that that one, you're good. Unless you share this with people. Oh, yeah. yeah your Facebook links. Netrunner dorks, everybody. watch out. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's, yeah, countermeasures, blah, blah, blah. It was right. actually a term invented by William Gibson. Yeah. And you know how much I love William Gibson, Edward. I'll just look it up. Actually, I'll be the one to figure it out. Actually, thank you. Robot Ed's going to do it. Yeah. So, it could just be intrusion countermeasure electronic. Oh, yeah. Maybe. maybe. Well, Robo Ed's gonna gonna yeah tap into my data system here. Yeah, <laughs> Robo Ed's a bioroid. In this universe, bioroids are basically robots that have uh, human brain maps inside of their you know computer brain. Yep. And in this world, also there's another sort of entity called the clone. We all know what a clone is. Countermeasure electronics. <laughs> Intrusive okay. countermeasure. Intrusion countermeasure electronic is a term. Black ice refers to ice are capable of killing the intruder if demaster. Okay, well, there is some black ice in yeah. in in Netrunner. Yeah. Some of my favorite pieces of ice are ones that ice. kill the runner. Um, yeah. So yeah, the structure of the game is that the the corporation is creating servers where he's hiding his cards, and he's using ice and layering them out. To protect his cards, protect his information. And the the runner, his job is to, I am building my console, I'm building my computer rig, and I'm using my rig to to bury 
uh, to get into your systems and steal those secrets. And along the way, that's what Netrunner is, all the things that happen in between. Yep. Um, so, Hollis, do you have a particular favorite runner runner faction or corporation side? Like, <laughs> what, what what's your kind of your favorites? So, yeah, for me personally, it's uh, there's a faction that I, I would just call green, but the, the game, the, the name of it in the game is called uh, Shaper. And, and the reason why that, that's actually my personal favorite is because the concept is that they are they have sort of this toolbox of things. They may not they may not necessarily be great at everything, but for every single thing they need to accomplish thematically, they've got a program for that. Do you want to make sure that you can get rid of like this this false advertisement they have? They have a program for that. Do you want to try to maybe uh, find a way to print the economy of the game? Like you've developed a system or a program that can print the economy of the game. They have a tool, something in that toolkit. It would be um, the, the magnum opus. Right, the magnum opus. Like like the concept behind that is really interesting to me. And you know, granted, while that's my favorite faction, you'll also note when you are playing a game like Netrunner. Uh, like a lot of other games, like in Magic, how each of the color pies have a very kind of specific thing they do that is sort of niche, a niche mm-hmm. just for them. It's the same thing in Netrunner. You're not going to find a, a, a shaper that trashes cards like an Anarch or jumps over ice like uh, like Criminal. Yeah, They all have their own sort of thematic uh, concepts behind them. I personally, I, I, I enjoy the shapers the most. <clears throat> I imagine that if I lived in this universe... I would be a shaper because uh, a lot of them see what they're doing is not necessarily a criminal activity or they're trying to destroy a corporation. A lot of them, what they're doing is creating a sort of a symphony in cyberspace. A lot of them see what they're doing as a kind of art. Uh, I imagine probably a lot of them are into psychedelics mm-hmm. like I was <laughs> in, a, in a former life. Um <laughs> And they have really good they have really good uh, recursion, and I need crushes yeah. for recursion. Recursion basically means you know what that is, right? Lets you basically get your cards out from your graveyard. Mm. So, like, imagine if like a death rattle. Yeah, it's like like yeah, like in, in her, we play a lot of Hearthstone too. So, do you do you know do you play Hearthstone, Hollis? Um, I used to. I don't play so much anymore. It's okay. You're fine. We we still yeah. <laughs> we understand. So like when you when you have an effect that'll actually bring characters yeah. from back alive yeah that would be like a recursion. So yeah, it happens in Yu Gi Oh too. A lot of yep. Yu Gi Oh. <laughs> um, and for for corporation side, my major love is Wayland, the Wayland Consortium. <laughs> now Wayland is basically the prototypical evil corporation. It's yep. banking energy construction conglomerate and they don't mind blowing things up to get their their to get their target however they were kind of weak for a while but now there's a little bit of a resurgence in them i kind of don't know where the meta is exactly but Waylon has always been super fun to me um what about you what's your what's your corporation love i i really like Wayland. um but it, for me, it was always uh, NBN, the nothing or uh, the yeah yeah nothing but news. No, <laughs> for me, it was NBN. I think it was it was like the the nature. It was the concept here of of what they what they did that was separate from Wayland and separate from yes. the other factions in the game. It, like you said, Wayland is very like banking construction, and like you said, that we will blow up this neighborhood 
if it means that we now own this property or we can buy it cheaper to do whatever the next nefarious thing we want to do. Wow. Well, what's what's sort of relevant now, uh, I feel like it's more relevant now than it has been, uh, is that MBN is sort of the fake news, the alternative news network. It's uh, very much about spin. It's, you know, the corporations can do something bad, and MBN is the one that says, well, they did do something bad, but let me explain to you why these runners, these hackers are actually worse and caused them to do this bad thing. Yeah. And so it's it's always they're, they're always playing the spin game where basically they're the they're the people watching <laughs> they're the people uh, you know watching Comey get fired and they're like <laughs> and they're like oh well it sounds justified to me not suspicious at all thanks yeah. I'm glad you reported it appropriately like that's that's kind of what they do yeah NBN is like for me the uh, a a media surveillance. Yeah. Type uh, deal, which is honestly far more uh, far more insidious and scary. <laughs> yeah. And probably more realistic yeah. than just a bunch of shitty corporatist industrialist pigs. Uh, <laughs> the the NBN is far more scary. And I made some 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 hot uh, some some fake throw up noises when he said he likes NBN <laughs> because in in the meta right now the the mustard the yellow nbn is super super dominant mm -hmm. and uh but i mean it's all fair and love and war you like what <laughs> you like you know nbn has some awesome flavor but for me when i played them i i really appreciated the more streamlined approach of wayland uh yeah. nbn had a lot of weird stuff and i found that the only way that i really liked nbn is when i played butcher shop which is basically uh, a media company that blows you up, which to me doesn't fit the flavor of, of, of the NBN, but whatever. Um, so, I mean, you're saying that each of the, each of the, 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 the runner factions has their own style and form. The corporations have that as well. And the one corporation that exemplifies this more than any of the others, I believe is, is Genteki. Yeah. Now, uh, it, Genteki is the clone corporation, um, a, a Japanese uh, outfit. And how would you say, like, their character and their spirit, uh, what makes them unique? How does that get played out in, in game terms? Well, so, yeah, like, the idea is that Genteki, a lot of corporations have made their money in, in certain ways. Genteki has sort of had the ability to clone human beings or certain kinds of human beings or primes, if you will. Uh, that have special abilities or unique traits. Uh, so it's a lot of sort of like genetic modification in clones. And their campaign, it's it's accurately portrayed in a card, and the card is called Clones Are Not People. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, they're it's not, chilling, right? They're not. Clones Are Not People. This is also covered in the in the, in the the uh, movie Cloud, or move, book slash movie Cloud Atlas, yes. if you haven't seen this. But like, it's 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 unique uh, that, um, uh, that's their approach. Because they look at like, they've sort of found this way around uh, slave labor, right? Their own version of it yes. by saying, you know, hey, I, instead of forcing you to do this work, how about we clone you because you're very capable and we make a hundred of you and now they do the work, but they don't have rights like you do. Yeah. We, they, 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 don't, they don't think like you do. Or maybe they do. Um, but, but on top of we, that... They're not going to tell you if they do or not. <laughs> no, they're not. They're not. But on, but on top of that, they also sort of have this like <clears throat> concept of, of um, like slowly like... Uh, 
like hurting the runner in like these tiny little ways. Like uh, it's not so much in a lot of other cards. I think it, it very much has felt in their ice, their, their protection cards. But they have cards that basically say when you access this card, when you score a card, you take damage. You hurt your hand. Because trying to get around in their servers, they have a lot of very scary, dangerous uh, ice that really wants to manifest into some sort of physical harm to your to your brain or to your ability to to ha to go to be a hacker in, in cyberspace yeah. it's interesting and it's not like Waylon. Well, Waylon's very like i i throw a bomb at your house yeah this is very like mentally i'm going to just like little tiny stabs like yeah. to your your middle strength the death by a thousand cuts yeah <laughs> right like it's it's what yeah so like he was saying Waylon is i kill you i play this one card you're dead um jinteki is far more Oh no! I see this coming as I'm moving through the cards. Oh shit! This isn't going to end well. Like you can see the inevitable <laughs> death as yes. the turn progresses over several cards. Um, so it, when you get a kill with Genteki, it's super rewarding because you right. kind of have to craft it a certain way. Um, plenty of times I've died from Genteki just not being aware of what I'm doing going into their servers. Um, <laughs> They also do a lot of, like, sneaky, like, tricks. They do a lot of, like, mind tricks and stuff or weird mm -hmm. betting games. Yep. Um, so they have a lot of... It, to me, Jinteki is very much a, a social and mental thing. I think if you can beat the person mentally, like in a poker match... Like Doug you, Johnson? Like our buddy Doug Johnson, that piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I think you can push people out with the, the mental aspect of... of uh, mm. Jinteki? But overall, I say that Netrunner is a lot of mental stuff that's happening. It is. It is. I don't know, because yeah. I haven't played very competitively. I, I'm pretty sure you've gone to Worlds before and played in mm -hmm. big big events, so maybe you can speak yeah. to this. But I know sometimes I can win a game because I say something intentionally hoping it makes the person playing against me not do something. Yes. I'm like, I'm like well... I'm like, you know, you can just you can just run HQ again. There's probably a card in there. When in my head, they're they're going to be like, no, I'm not going to do it again. There's nothing in there. But the reality is, I'm trying to uh, what is it, socially engineer them to control them, or just doing stupid shit. Like I play in this game. It's called a side game, where you secretly grab two credits, mm -hmm. and you each grab two and you can secretly spend zero, one, or two. And then we both reveal them at the same time. If if you both spend the same amount, usually the bad thing happens to me and the runner gets to have free will. Right. If you spend a different number, then I get to do some shitty thing to the runner. A lot yep. of times what I'll do is I'll grab them and then as I'm getting ready to reveal them, I'll be like, oh, hold on, wait, wait, wait. And I'll go back under and I'll pretend like I'm changing the number again. But in all actuality, I know I haven't changed how much I'm going to spend. Right. I know exactly what I'm going to spend. I'm just hoping that me going down there and faking it will cause that person some mental anguish <laughs> so, oh, so they could yeah. possibly make a mistake later. Yeah. Uh, so does that kind of stuff work on the competitive level? Um, it, it can, uh, there, there's specifically for side games. I'll say this, there's some unique psychology behind this. Uh, I, I'm only going to mention this just because it, it came up in a, in a movie 
that I had seen once, and it's apparently a, a very real science. They found that if you take, um, uh, if, if something is visual and audible, and it's re- and it's repetitious, as a as a human being, you're inclined to when you see, um, let's say for example, every time while we're playing, I'm doing I'm tapping twice on the table, okay. and you, this is kind of you don't even pay attention. I'm just tapping twice. My shirt has the number two on it. Behind me, there's a sign with the number two on it, and then I keep tapping twice. You don't know this is happening. I mean, you will now that I've told you. But mentally, when that's happening, you are more inclined to choose two as a number when given a choice of numbers to choose from. Hmm. Or two will be one because all of your input is telling, is pushing you towards this number, hmm. and you will be more inclined to choose that number. It's really interesting when you think about it like that. Most people don't think about that, but that is the thing that happens. It, it's not uncommon, actually, when I'm playing. And this is funny to me. I'll be playing uh, inside games will occur. And I will often just randomly through the game. I'll just, you know, on, on the table, tap, tap. And I'll be like, I don't know what to do. Tap, tap. And, I, and I'll, just, I'll just do that. And I'll, I'll sit and wait. And I'm like, I wonder if this <laughs> works. And occasionally I'll, I'll, and it could be random, right? Of course it's, it could be random. But I bet, and I'm like, interesting, you bet too. I wonder why. You know, like that is just interesting that that's something <laughs> that your mind does. And that is a game you can play um, with the side game. But, but I will say, yeah. yeah. Every time no, please, you go, go play uh-huh. Netrunner. You gotta wear a shirt with a big two on it. Yeah, right. and then just start <laughs> tapping, and then always bet zero or one. Show the hat. Have yeah. a hat for two. Yeah. All yeah. the card backs are two. Yeah, uh, I'll even sign up as two. <laughs> like <laughs> no, not like don't make it so obvious. Well, at a certain point, it'll become obvious, and that'll be part of the troll. And then I'll, <laughs> then I'll start betting. Then I will start betting two. Yeah. Because everybody is like, oh, no, two always never bets two. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's the deal. Uh, so, yeah. So, I really enjoyed the, the, the mental aspects of it where you can you could mentally badger your opponent. Um, sometimes you can even, like, coax them in or shame them into doing something that they wouldn't normally do. Mm-hmm. It's it's that's weird. how Blake gets that, women in bed sometimes. That's my sex life. <laughs> you just I, ain't afraid to admit it. I mean, you, we've already been seen in public together. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. So, what, how much worse can it be, hun? Yeah. Uh, so, Hollis, um, we, we've kind of given a general descriptor for Netrunner. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, maybe a little too much. I, well, you know, maybe for, <laughs> maybe for the other the other ten fans besides yeah. the four. Because 14 people listen to the show. More. More? Yeah. We at, we at 24 now? Yeah, at least. Okay. Um, <laughs> but let's let's get down to you, Hollis. Okay. Um, me and Ed, we got our start in this nerddom uh, when we were younger. For me, it was probably like Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. That's what started this, this chain of events. This led to okay. card games, to miniature games. Um... And that's and that's where where we are now. For you, probably comic books. Comic books mm. led me into D and D, and then Hero and Quest. Then, yeah, but that was after the comic books. I actually played D and D before Hero Quest. Oh, okay. So because uh, it was a it was like the D and D, and I bought uh, X Men version a D a D and D book. So it was like, like this weird cross pollination. Yeah. Um, so everybody comes at this in in different ways, and different levels, and different times of their life. Yeah. So what's your nerd origin story, Hollis? Okay, I love this question, and I'm going to try not to be really long-winded, but actually, to me, this is one of the best questions I've ever been asked because I love 
talking about this. This to me, this is what builds friendships in every group of friends I have. Okay, okay so so real quick, I want I want to just hold your horses. Then. Yeah, no, you're good. Seven years, Ed. We've been doing this. You know, every single person that comes on, we're finding out about who they are. Exactly. This isn't because in our show, a cover save is a is a a miniature gaming term for the chance that you get to roll another die to save yourself. Yeah. When you're behind cover. Yeah. All right. To take less damage. To, yeah. Or or you know because you can take half damage. Yeah, cover. like in D and D, you roll your saves. Yeah. Um. But it's called life after the cover save. Yeah. So this is yeah. this isn't this is this life here. Yeah. This and is life. Nerd origin <laughs> stories are part of life. That's that's life, baby. I love it. It's things you talk about before, during, and after the games, man. Fucking beautiful. <laughs> All right. So continue. I appreciate you 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 saying that's a great question because Ed and I are professionals. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's, I, I love it. I really like that question. Um, so. But I was really so. My first computer was like a, a old. It was an old gateway computer, and I remember that like it was a really big deal because in my house, um, my parents were my parents are really old. Like they're like I'm 29, and my parents are uh, basically uh, in their 70s. They're that old. Wow. Um, yeah. So like the whole like tech thing to them, they're like, my dad got an iPhone. He was like, what am I, How do I? How do I like? Do I talk to it? I'm like, yeah, you can. You got to press a button, and from that point on, I lost him. I didn't know even know how to explain it. He was confused. <laughs> yeah, um, that's pretty. That's how my dad is. Yeah, it's horrible. But we, I, I had an old gateway computer, and uh, it was our family computer. And there was this really old. I don't, I don't, you guys probably remember this, um, not because you're old, but because I think it was just it came with every PC then. It was an encyclopedia game where you were in a maze, but they would ask questions that you would have to look up and find the answer to. Hmm. Before yeah. you could move forward, and I don't, I don't even remember what it's called. Um, I never beat it, but yeah. that that single event made basically hit something unique in my life. It said, "Hey, there is there's a game here, but also the information that you have is really important to progressing in the game, like yeah. outside information or whatever the game requires." Um, yeah, um, and that basically that one event, a single event brought me to everything else I did in gaming that I was interested in. From that, I went to playing uh, the Pokemon card game. When I was a kid, I was like 12 years old. I was playing Pokemon uh, CCG. Um, I played that for a long time, and I was actually, I was competitive in that game. Like, I was, it was not a joke for me. <laughs> you, people would play People would play their Pikachu, and I'm like, get out of here, little kid. What is that, Pikachu? Well, because they um, like the cartoon, man. That's why. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't watch and, cartoon. I play the game. It's life. Pokemon, I, 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 I missed Pokemon. <laughs> Yeah. And Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. That, yeah. I missed that. I'm not sure why. Yeah, well. I missed Monster Rancher. And fun. <gasps> I remember Monster Rancher. I played a game. I played yeah. a Monster Rancher game on PlayStation that was yeah. a huge lot of fun. Um, yeah, but they actually but yeah. made a cartoon out of it, too. Well, yeah. that's the deal, right? A multi... It's what NBN would do. Yeah. NBN <laughs> would make the toys that can spy on you. Yes. Uh, the cartoons that are programming you. Yep. And the cereals that you can buy with the characters, a multilateral uh, uh, onslaught of advertising. Um, but yeah, that's basically what Transformers, all of that so, is. So how many three-ring binders of Pokemon cards did you have? I don't even, um, I don't think I ever really counted the binders. Uh, oh, I used I used a lot of, <laughs> well, I had binders for like the, the cards that were rare, obviously, but I had a lot of boxes is what we had. Oh, and um, not only that, but... Uh, 
it's no surprise that early part of the game some of the most sought after rares weren't necessarily the best played cards competitively charizard 100 percent was not a competitive card to play with it was not good at all so it was like yeah it's like a really big collector's thing because it's charizard yeah but it's not a competitive card you don't play with charizard you just don't you're gonna play with chancy you're gonna play with blastoise you're gonna play with wigglytuff what uh, the fuck? Like, yeah, I just and and yeah. Well, what about what about can, can't you evolve Char, Charizard? <laughs> oh, Charizard is actually the big version, right? Right. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Charizard's yeah. the big version. Of and Charmander. Like, it, yeah. it was never it was never great competitively. It was too slow. It didn't do enough for even for the damage it did. It like it it basically set you back two turns. It was horrible. I still remember. What about it Mew? Was, it was, what about Mew? Mew too. Mew was not good at all. Oh. Mew two, if it was the promo version. That came in the DV, in the movie in the VHS. That one was very very good. That was actually a probably tier one card at that time. Oh Jesus! Just crushing faces with my just because you yeah. bought the VHS. I, I may have I may have bought the VHS twice to make sure I had at least two copies, and then I got another one from another. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you, so you, you got this. You got the from the from that computer game with encyclopedia, recognizing right. that information helps you move forward in games. To, right. to, to the Pokemon cards, where else do you go from there? So this is where, like, my... This is actually where I think I became a more adult, like, uh, level of gamer. Not to say playing Pokemon isn't... Uh, you can't do it as an adult. That's ridiculous. But um, it's where I started looking at, like, what everyone else was, was playing. I, w- I was playing at a Books a Million, and uh, that was basically a common Saturday stop for me. So I would get dropped off there because I obviously couldn't drive in the morning, and I would get picked up to, like, 4 p.m. So I was, I was at Books a Million from 10 to 4 wow. playing Pokemon. So when people would leave, what would I do? I would go to the magazine rack and I would see Scry Magazine at the time. Magic the uh, Gathering. Right, talking about Magic the Gathering and L5R, but then because of Magic the Gathering and reading on that, um, I remember someone mentioning it was very, this is a long chain, they mentioned a card in, in, within the article being very J.R.R. Tolkien-ish. Or esque, which led me to uh, Lord of the Rings, which then through like uh, a Google search led me to Dungeons and Dragons. And when I was like 13 or 14, I was looking at, I think it was DD 3.5 or maybe DD 3 books. And after I was done playing Pokemon, I would go get their player's handbook and I would sit and I would just read. Wow. I, would, I, just, I just read pages. And I would be like, wait, this armor gives 13, like this bonus to AC. But takes this long to put on, and like, like that's that, that's what I was doing, to the point where I was bringing my own notebook, and I was making my own character, just wow. and and I never bought the book. I was just at a table of books a million, going page to page, and I would be like, oh man, Drow, because you know who didn't like Drow when you <laughs> when you knew to D and was like, this seems cool, and I would I would want to make this character, or make I, this elf. I for the record, I have never liked the yeah, dark, the dark liked, elves. I never liked them uh, Drist was never that cool. Nope. He wasn't. He was. He wasn't. It was but, just the mid nineties. <laughs> but whatever. Moving on. It's fine. Everybody has their their favorites. Yep. And and basically that I will say that's kind of I I hate to shut the the case the case in here or, the, or close the file but that's pretty much that's that's actually the the tipping point after D and D happened when I learned what D and D was I immediately run, wanted to run a campaign but I didn't really have time I was really being pushed really hard in school and I had I was still playing Pokemon at the time it wasn't until I uh, right before I graduated uh, I was maybe I think it was eighteen. And I had a friend I was working with that worked at an arcade with me who knew a guy. Uh, it sounds like such a bad like drug dealer like conversation. Uh, but he knew a guy that... Uh, we all know a DM. guy. Yeah. Ed knows a guy, <laughs> and that's me. <laughs> yeah. 
he's got dude, you're the you're the plug as they say you're the plug. but no like he was a he was a dm and that was my first game i ever got to play he was not very good uh <laughs> he was definitely like a you are ruining my story like yeah. dm which is you, you know that's really not what you can do um as a dm but his spark made me want to be a dm and so i did and i've been dming since i was 18 so like right before I turned 19, I started DMing. Yeah. So so you've and, maintained the RPG throughout. Yeah. So are you yes. okay? Here's a question: Pathfinder or New Edition D and D? So uh, that's a complex question, but let me just say this: I'm playing fifth, and I am not opposed to taking anything that's not in fifth from Pathfinder and just saying. Fuck it, let's do it live and and making it ourselves. Mm. Okay, all right. I all think right. that Pathfinder was very big because it had a lot to build on. Yeah, and I it would be impossible. I think it would be almost impossible for uh, wizards to come in and make all of that same content so quickly. They can. Pathfinder's too popular it, and it's very good. And um, yeah, basically, like I'm very like if if we want if we if we wanted like uh, Critical Role has a gunslinger and they play D and D five e and it's like well. That's not a class at all, indeed. Yeah. But sure, like they they basically had a you know house, how you know created as a house rule for their their home game, uh, and which is fine. I think that you're allowed to do that, right? When you when you have a group that that enjoys oh, yeah. what they're doing. So um, my I have a lot of love for Pathfinder, but I you know I I went back I went I went ahead and moved on to fifth. Okay. And so far, my, the players I play with are happy with it. No one's really disappointed, which is good. Well, may, maybe we can maybe at another juncture down the road. We can we can come back and and, and, and talk about uh, RPGs in more detail. Yeah. Um, uh, recently, we had a friend of the show, our man uh, Mac Martin. He yeah. Have you heard of yeah. Mac Martin? No, 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 I'm, I'm just I'm agreeing. So I sound really awesome. No, okay. <laughs> he's like, yeah, you know that Miggy well, Mac, yeah, that guy. Well, well, yeah. Well, Mac is a game designer. He worked for Fantasy Flight. Mm -hmm. He wrote their 40k RPGs. Okay, cool. Dark Heresy. Uh, he. Um, and he has, when we, we just talked to him recently, so yeah. it's fresh on my mind. So when he plays RPGs, he sees the numbers and the crunching of the mechanics and he can <laughs> very quickly be like, Oh, this is not a good system. Yeah. Or, yeah. Oh, this is a really good system. He didn't and like fifth. He didn't like fifth. Okay. Not that, not that he couldn't have fun. That's what he said. He wasn't having fun, though. We had, well, <laughs> not, that, not that people can't have fun. Yeah, but he was seeing the math too clearly, and he and I think it was too simplified for him. Not yes. as many options. Not as many options. But I was telling him, hey, this is a relaunch. Yeah, they have three books. Let's just wait and see. But I will say this: in defense of fifth edition, Max still plays fifth edition. Yeah, he still plays uh -huh. regularly. Yeah. But um, but maybe at another time we can come back on. We can talk more more <laughs> RPGs because because yeah. Starfinder's coming out. Yep. We heard we heard a rumor. Yep. That there's some other RPG stuff. Yeah. Coming out. Oh my god. I mean, it's 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 big <laughs> and yeah. it's there. Um, do you play? Have you play, do you play on Roll Twenty or? Um. So I don't. Yeah. No. Everyone I play with are, are local friends here that live right where I am in Huntsville. So oh, we okay. all you know we we get together. Like, That's the best. Every other. Yeah, like every week or either either every week or every other week, and we we play a game. And uh, I did when I was eighteen, 
it was really easy to be like, guys, four days a week we're playing. Like, I don't care. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll find the time. Now, it's insane. It's like, okay, I've got five free days this week. But, like, you, that my, you know, one of my friends is only available three of the days that I'm off. And then we have another friend that's only available one day out of between our both of our schedules. Yeah. And so we're like, how are we going to line this up, like, where everyone can be together? So some weeks you just can't. You know, that's just life. Yeah, man. But everyone makes an effort. It's different when you get older. Yeah. So real quick, before we take our break to pay the bills and launch <laughs> into the LATCS question segment, how is Huntsville? How, how big is Huntsville? How many people? Um, um, okay, I, I, I hate to be – I'm embarrassed. I don't actually know the amount – the number of people in Huntsville. So what I'm going to do is – uh, I'm gonna simply gonna Google, Google it, it yeah. while I'm uh, stalling. And our total number of people in Huntsville is 188,226 people. Smarts, yeah, but we have double yeah. right next to each other. Yeah, yeah. We're in true. Southern California, and oh, everything something. is a little bit different in Southern California. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh. Like we have two Huntsvilles right next to each other. Do you have any tall buildings? Uh. Actually, not really so much, no. Um, not super tall at all, I don't think. The biggest, like, the tallest buildings in downtown Huntsville are, like, banks and stuff. Like, that's, those are the tallest buildings in Huntsville. Okay. Uh, Sounds like we, a pretty nice place to live. Yeah. I mean. Okay. I, I, I just, i not, not saying anything. Okay. It's just, there are elements of the South that are yes. kind of, kind of a little scary to me. Oh, okay. They that's are. all. I will say this, and this is this, like this. This is funny this, to me. I always found this is interesting, uh, interesting or whatever. But um, like basically, because I live in the South, because Huntsville is in the South now, and in Alabama alone, I think a lot of times when people think of Alabama, they think of like you know the movie Deliverance, um, which I don't blame them at all. Great movie. But Huntsville, Huntsville is unique. Uh, like this is a true statistic, uh, mostly because I just saw it on Wikipedia. I do believe, but uh, we have the most doctors per capita of any city in the US. Hmm. Yeah, or rather, I think it's like the most PhDs per capita. So for our size of population, there are more more doctorates in our city than any other city. How close, what's the nearest big urban center? Uh, if you want to, I would say like- uh, Greenbow? Like big, like <laughs> Nashville. <laughs> like Nashville. Okay. Oh. Yeah, Nashville's pretty big, right? Like uh, yeah, Atlanta's big. three hours away. Nashville's about an hour and a half away. Oh, Atlanta's okay. pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, it's just different. America's different. Yeah. This yeah. The land yeah. of the free home of the brave. Yeah. Everybody's different. It's okay. God bless America. God bless America. Let's go make some money. Fucking, the fucking <laughs> eagle flies overhead, a tear in my eye. And what about F-16? Yeah, whatever. Get a fucking Coca-Cola and run these commercials. All right. Yo, get off the computer. I need to check eBay. I got an auction ending soon. Wait, what are you doing on the computer? I'm just buying some minis online. Are you saving money? Nah, dude, saving clicks. Time is money, right? Hey, what the heck was that for? Dude, you got to buy from Frontline Gaming. They offer savings on minis every single day and up to 25% off Games Workshop stuff. Whoa, that's better than saving clicks. With all that savings, I can take a few days off of work so I can paint these minis. Ow! You gotta stop that, it hurts. You know what hurts? Spending three weeks base coning models. Save yourself some pain and get them painted by Frontline Gaming's painting studio. 
You know what? You've got all the answers. That's why I'm glad you're my best friend. I don't know what I'd do without you. I could never hurt you. What are you looking up on eBay? I'm uh, selling a bunch of old models. Don't really use them anymore. Why aren't you going through Frontline Gaming's secondhand store? You can get money or store credit. I think you broke my nose. I don't like your tone, mister. So I'm just going to say this. Head over to FrontlineGaming.org for more details. Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence, let's get nuts! Okay, listen up! This is serious business! Well, I've wrestled with reality for 35 years, Doctor, and I'm happy to state I finally won out over it. Hey, don't worry, I can handle it. I took something. I can see things no one else can see. Why are you dressed like that? So anyways, let's get down to the nitty-gritty. Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. So Hollis. Thanks for yes. sitting through that that break. It's a question we ask all of our all of our uh, uh, guests. Yep. Which commercial was your favorite? Um, it was the second one. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's we get. You know what? We yeah, we do get that a lot. <laughs> that was that was the second one. That was pretty good. All right, now we worked hard on that one too. Yeah, we, Exceptionally we, hard on that one. Yes. I mean, we work hard on all of them. Yes. But we just put a little extra time on that one. A little, just a little extra panache. Yeah. Um and maybe a little more love. Definitely not. All, I mean, I wouldn't not, say we love that sponsor more than any other sponsor. We definitely but, love some sponsors more than others. Well, yeah, I guess I could say that, but we won't tell them that. No, not to their faces. At no, least. no, no, no. We'll tell. We'll tell them. Well, we'll tell them to the faces that we do. But behind their back, we yeah, talk the truth. Yeah. Yes. All right. So now, Hollis, what we do with every guest. Is we do this 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 question free association wordplay game? Okay. All right. And there's really nothing to be scared of. There's nothing to be afraid of. There's no wrong <laughs> answers. Nothing to fear, but fear itself. You know who said that? Yep. The guy from Dune. Yep. What? <laughs> yeah. Actually, it was Winston Churchill. I thought that was Roosevelt. Uh, no, you're right. It was fucking Winston Churchill, wasn't it? Wait, Winston. Ch- I just said Roosevelt. And you said I'm right, and you said Winston Churchill. No, it's Winston Churchill. Okay. Uh, The fear is the mind killer is from Dune. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, Are you sure Winston Churchill said? I'm pretty sure Winston Churchill said. uh, Nothing to fear, but fear itself. Do it, but do that in your head, but with like a a Winnie the Pooh voice. Yeah. All right, so Hollis, uh, it's been a pleasure to get to know you so far. Likewise, we're going to get to know you a little bit more here with this question segment or these. Whatever free association segment. So what we're going to do is we give you two options. And for instance, I'm going to say uh, RoboEd. Yes. Um, apples or oranges. Um, I'm going to say bananas. Okay. So bananas is is a legal answer. Yes. Oranges could be a legal answer. Apples. You know, someone could say, hey, you know, I'm going to pick apples because I really like apple pie. <laughs> Not, my- let, let me just say something real yeah. quick here. Nothing to fear but fear itself may refer to a paraphrase of the famous line used in the inaugural address of Franklin D. Roosevelt. A communist. Ooh. So. A dirty And you are 
The okay. history major. Yeah, well, whatever. Well, Winston Churchill didn't say it. Okay, well. Winston Churchill, <laughs> he did. We're going to fight him in the skies. Yeah. We're going to fight that's him right. in the streets. That's right. We're going to fight him on my anus. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So really, I mean, there's no, there's no wrong answers here on all fronts on all. and rears. <laughs> so, um, so question number one, Hollis Echo, yeah, from A and R Bad Publicity, and for Winning Agenda, a a a, uh, a net runner, uh, a maven, if you will. Okay, oh, personality I like that word, maven. Um, Who's wrestler maven? M- maven was wrestler. Yeah, um, Coke or Pepsi. I'm going to go with Coke Zero. Yes. That's a fair, that's a fair one. I'm on that right now. We, we've been getting a lot of waters lately. No. Because people are getting off the sugar. Yeah. Well, Coke, Coke Zero, Zero doesn't have sugar. Yeah. It has the fake yeah. stuff that'll give you cancer. That'll give you just as much cancer. Well, maybe. <laughs> but if you, if you want a Coke and you don't want the sugar, that's the next that best thing. Yeah. I, I myself drink uh, Diet. Fruit flavored, caffeine free Shasta. Because <laughs> I am a rock bottom addict. <laughs> yeah, because you can't get cheaper than that. Fuck no. <laughs> I mean, unless it's a store, unless it's a store brand. It's preserved. Diet like diet right. No, it's it's great. <laughs> that's because that's because Winco doesn't have its own brand. It's really doing good things to preserve my skin. You know? oh my God. Yeah. All right. I then, think your freckles have doubled on your skin. Yeah, that's freckles. <laughs> number two, my cancer. Number two, uh, LATCS uh, filthy fifteen. If we go there, hamburger or pizza? I'm gonna go with pizza, man. It's got to be pizza, I think. Yeah, I mean, you're from the south. Can't couldn't it be like fried chicken? Jumbalaya? You wanted to say it, but you were Jumbalaya? scared to say it. No, no I, I was gonna, I was going to say collard greens oh. or grits. Those are those are good, and grits are good too. But uh, I can't do grits. You know I love what? pizza. Okra. Oh God, that is disgusting. <laughs> okra. Oh my. You don't like you don't like fried okra? Oh what? Jesus! <laughs> I, I almost threw up. Uh, what? Okay, so you pick pizza. Um, yeah. What Out of curiosity, like what kind? What, what's your when you call? Let's say you get on the phone and you're yeah. calling Domino's, if you even like Domino's, and you say, okay. "Sir, I want this kind of pizza." What do you say? Um, the California Chicken Bacon Ranch Pizza. Hey, California. He's eating California food. You know what? Do we talk to a dude? Where was where was uh, Firmer Joe from? Uh, Carolina. I think he's in the Carolinas. He was having a California pizza as well. Yeah. In, you know, in California, we just call it a chicken and bacon pizza. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, we just say, give us, give us the us. Yeah, give, <laughs> give us, <laughs> give us the local. All right. Do you guys get jalapenos on your pizza? Uh, yeah. I mean, we, you, you, yeah, we can get that if you want. I guess, like yeah. pickled, like pickled jalapenos or fresh jalapenos. Uh, they're usually pickled, which I don't like personally. I'm a fan of fresh jalapenos because they're much hotter and way tastier. Well, I'm saying. You know, people in the rest of the country, out here in California, yeah, well, California, yeah. a fucking jalapeno pepperoni pizza. Mm-hmm. Have you had a jalapeno pepperoni pizza? Not, I don't think so, no. I've had jalapenos on pizza, but not jalapeno pepperonis. There's something special about that. Jalapeno with pepperoni. Jalapeno like, they're two separate, pepperoni. two separate ingredients put together. If you really want to just fucking, mm, to the oh. next level, 
is jalapeno, pepperoni, pineapple. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. You know what, Blake? I stand behind that. <laughs> All right. So we got here. This is a two-parter. Um, All right. And, and – oh, never mind. That'll, that'll be later. Huh. Number three, Marvel or DC? Marvel. No, 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 no. He's Here's re- the deal. He's redacting. I I have a guilty pleasure. I love Superman. I love Superman because his conflict is a more moralistic one, not just a superpower one. And mm-hmm. so I'm going to go DC. Okay. Well, I, lo- the, I like Superman. The, He's probably my favorite. The, you've basically answered the follow-up question, which is Batman or Superman. Oh, yeah. It's got to be It's gonna be Superman. I personally think Superman is the worst fucking character. No, in... no I think so. He, he's, let, he's let, the cheapest ever. Well, no, he's the, he's the cheapest character ever. I I totally one hundred percent. But I feel like um, I hold Superman in the same way I hold like good cops, if you will. Like, unfortunately, criminals are not going to play by the rules, but cops kind of resign themselves to say we're going to get you, and we're going to do it the right way. And I okay. think Superman does that, and that's what I like about Superman. Okay, because as a character, not good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he has one weakness, and that weakness is found no. light years no. away. No, he has more than one weakness, dude. His heart. No. Well, yeah, that's another weakness his is his love. heart and magic. He's vulnerable to magic. <laughs> that is true. I'm just telling you, dude. Like, like Wonder Woman's sword will cut him. That's so if in the wrong hands, he could die. That's why she's the only thing that can like take his seed to create yeah. Wonder <laughs> Supergirl. Wonder, wonder boy, wonder boy. Yeah. Next question. Uh, he, she does actually in the yes, comic books. She does. And as she's giving birth, this guy comes and he takes it away. Oh really? Yeah, and it's like it's like a kingdom comes. She story. also slept with the with the swamp thing. Yeah. No. And no, she, she didn't. Yeah. No, she's made and, out of mud. Yeah. She, they created Groot. <laughs> All right. Oh God. Continue. All right. This will be interesting because you said you worked in an arcade. How was that experience? <laughs> uh, it was one of the best jobs I ever had growing up um, because I was getting into being in a tabletop gaming at that point and card games. And, you know, of course, at that point, video games. It was nice to – it felt like the things I enjoyed – it was the first time I said there's a realistic way to support myself. And I was really young, but there's a way to support myself doing what I love. Uh-huh. And that kind of taught me a really good lesson is that – I think it's possible to do what you really enjoy doing and make money and be happy. So, so yeah. So do cool. you miss? I wish I wish I knew what that was for me. <laughs> yeah, <I know>. Jesus. <laughs> do you miss the arcades? Oh yeah, like so much. Yeah. Like it was there was something so very cool about it. Like you like it's a it's an arcade, man. Like yeah. ev- no one goes to an arcade and like decides to get pissed off. Like yeah. everyone goes to an arcade ready to release online, well, have fun. Well, the game at your quarter, don't worry about it, man. I give you an here. I gave you a token. Take, go. No, You're good. Just go. No, people do get mad at arcades. All right. And See. you here's here's a game or games that you would find people that get pissed off. Here's number five. Okay. Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat. Street Fighter. What? It's more thought, technical. I thought she was said Tekken or something. Yeah, I thought maybe he might go off off script. Yeah. Oh, can go I go like, off script? Of course. So Soul Caliber. Okay. Yes. Soul Caliber Two. More specifically, Soul sure. Caliber Two. When preference. when when we when we say these words, you could say anything. Like, listen, listen. 
ask me again, apple or banana? Apple or banana. Kumquat. Yeah, see? <laughs> we literally had someone, we said apple or banana. They said, like, a 57 Chevy. Yeah. And that's the legal answer. Yeah. Okay. So, so you said Soul Calibur 2. Blake, you have to do the follow-up. Because right. I never really Let's played. do this one. Um, let's go with characters who may... Okay. Voldo or Astaroth? Oh, that's actually a hard question. He must really like both of them. Well, they're both kind of weird characters. Uh, if yeah. I would have said Mitsurugi and something else, everybody would be like, Mitsurugi. Mitsurugi. Uh, I'm actually going to say... So you Astaroth? can still say Mitsurugi, too. <laughs> you, can still, you can still say Mitsurugi. <laughs> the rules of the game! No, um, actually, I'm going to go with my personal preference in that game. And instead of either of those... Yeah. Uh, I think I have to go Jean Wah. So you were Jean Wah main. Yeah. Cause she had the I liked I liked the rapier. I liked the little double spin crouch. Um the second would have been Ivy because oh her down A hit mid, which made no sense. She had nice tits. Yeah, and she probably had big boobs. <laughs> oh my god. And a great sword. She had wonderful form. Yeah. I can I can I can respect and admire her physical yeah. as well as martial prowess. <laughs> <laughs> was he the one that was like the the like the wooden samurai? Who was the wooden Would, samurai? Uh, uh, Yoshimitsu. Was he like a tree stump? Yeah. Yeah, Yoshimitsu. Yoshimitsu. Yeah, he was. He was weird. He would hop on his sword and like pogo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that that's Yoshimitsu. So Calibre, very... good pick. I was an Astaroth guy. I pick uh, Yoda. Or Darth Vader. Oh God! I'm pick, just kidding. I, I picked the Spawn. Yeah, I picked I spawn. spawn or Link. Yeah, depending on uh, which <laughs> console I have. Console you have. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you did the follow up, so I'm taking oh, the next one. I'm sorry. Number seven. The book or the screen? The movie or the page? Same thing. Damn. Uh. This one I don't really have. I don't really have a way to go off script. I really preferred the movie most of the time. Okay, yeah, I think most of the time. If you want to go off script, some people say television. Yes, <laughs> Netflix. Yeah, I, you know, I, I think I think screens are all good right now. Yeah. It's just this modern society. We don't have time for books all the time. No. Question number eight. <laughs> Audiobooks. Audiobooks. Yeah. Podcasts. <clears throat> Star Trek. Or Star Wars. Too easy. Star Trek, 100%. Lock Ooh, it down. Geez. Like, not even. <laughs> Galaxy Quest. Galaxy Quest. No, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, Galaxy Quest is hey, great, dude. Did you ever see the British BBC had a show called Hyperdrive? No, I never I never saw it. It's, you know who Nick Frost is? He's an English actor. He's the big guy from Shaun of the Dead. Whenever you see oh. Simon Pitt, he plays the captain okay. of a starship. And it's. Hyperdrive. It's full of just ridiculous stuff. It's very much like that new. Star Trek funny show that Orville Oroville the Oroville yeah. which is that uh, uh, Seth MacFarlane I wish it would fucking pay us money for talking about this yeah that would be really good <laughs> so Hyperdrive is like a proto Oroville in a lot of ways I, I really are like are you guys going to watch that show by the way you think you watch it the, the Oroville I will are I'll you are you getting paid by Fox no no okay. not at all I was about to say <laughs> you can have their person talk to our person because uh, we've been dealing with we've been doing with dealing with the uh, the round earth uh, shills for a while now. Yeah, the flat earth lawyers are after us, and the round earth royals. It's all kind of 
we'd rather just deal with media instead of a conspiracy uh, for a moment. Um, Star- so which is your favorite Star Trek? Deep Space Nine, Voyager, Next okay, Generation. I want to say Deep Space Nine uh, oh, wow. because I think Cisco is amazing. Um, wait, is am I confusing Voyager? No, I'm not. Deep Space Nine was Cisco, right? I don't um, Space Nine, yeah. I don't watch any of them. I just know the the titles. Deep Space Nine, yeah. The the uh, the, the, the original Star Trek. Deep Space Nine. No. It, Deep Space Nine was good. I, I'm actually, I'm sorry. It's gonna have to be. It's gonna have to be Enterprise. Enterprise, yeah, which would be the next the, gen, the next generation, the next generation, the next generation. Okay, yeah. Jean Luc Picard. They're too, good. yeah, they're too good. Okay, they're too good because Enterprise is actually a more recent one. Oh, with uh, with that's before the original series. Yeah, it was in technically the a prequel, but Damn, but yeah, it's all next weird. Oh, weird, and they got the movies, and they, they all kind of meld together somehow. It's disgusting. Yeah, it makes me sick. Communist. <laughs> Number nine. The Rolling Stones or the Beatles? Beatles. Yes. yes that's, that's fair. I, I Do you know? Yeah. We're, we're not getting paid for this, Blake. Yeah. But XM Radio just put out a Beatles station. Oh, my God. What? I'm in really? heaven right now. Yeah. Oh. Channel 18, XM. If you got it, program it. Paul died. <laughs> Paul died in Abbey Paul. Road. Yeah, Paul died before Abbey Road. Yeah, Paul um, is dead. All right, here we go. Number ten: Zombie Apocalypse or Alien Invasion? Man, this is like why is this question so hard? Actually, what? this is a great question. Yeah, uh, we've been, remember we've been doing this for seven years, dude. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm gonna interject and I'm going to say. The thing, like, or alien. I'm gonna say aliens. Like, basically, they they impregnate you, and then they explode out of your chest, and they become the new dominant species, and they only oh. seek to do this to everyone else. I think that's way scarier. Okay, that works. The they, thing, the thing was hybrid. Wasn't the thing like where they replicate you? Yes. Yep. Oh, that's yeah. also creepy as hell. Dreammaker is where they came up inside your butt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you see Dream Dream Dream? No Dreamcatcher. No. Dreamcatcher. It's no. a Stephen King. And they're up in the cabin, and there's a guy who's really sick, and then like the he, the thing goes in his butt, right? Yeah. And then it takes control of him, yeah. and then somebody's on the toilet, or one of them's in the toilet. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry. I could have also said uh, the Langoliers. Oh or, yeah, that was weird. Yeah. That was when the or, like, or trimmers. Trimmers. That's a good one. <laughs> what are they called? Grab graboids. Graboids. Yeah, yeah. They're aliens, right? Uh, who knows? They we could have know. been here for years. Okay, we never they know. just they just ran out of food down there, and they had to come up. The great Cthulhu is—he's an alien, but he's been here a long time. Okay, number eleven, Marilyn Monroe, Betty Page. Oh wow! Uh... Two traditional dominant cultural. Beauties. They're icons in their own way. Yes. But there's a lot of beautiful women. Oh, there's the tons past. of beautiful women. From the past, from the present, and in the future. Uh, I'm going to go with Audrey Hepburn. 
she's Breakfast really, and Tiffany's. Yeah, she's, 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 yeah, she's, oh, yeah, she's a pretty one. Well, listen, uh, you know, we talked about the ladies. She had, she had some problems. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not like any of them don't. No, it's true. Um, you know, we talked about the ladies. Let's not leave the gentleman hanging. Brad Pitt, <laughs> Johnny Depp. Brad Pitt. <sighs> Easy. Yeah, he seems like a real stud. Yeah, he, easy, he, bro. Easy. Yeah, he'll Troy, beat you up. Troy. He will beat you up, too. So, Hollis, you've done well in the not-so-dirty dozen. Oh, boy. And this is where we end the question line for people that are concerned about their, their public persona <laughs> or anything like that <laughs> because things are about to get filthy. Uh Oh boy. And, and filthy's relative. Yeah, because filthy, you got to remember, this is word association. Yeah. There's no judgments. Depending on how you answer, you can get out of any of these. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, if, if, if you're concerned, yeah. we, we can table it. Hit me I, with the damn questions. All right. Oh, snap. All right. Hit me uh, with the damn questions. Number 13. You ain't got the answer, Sway. <laughs> you ain't got the answer. Number 13, uh, the Filthy 15. We're going all the way, it looks like. Hollis, uh, for the record, it's Hollis, <laughs> Hollis Echo. <laughs> uh, number 13, top or bottom? Uh, I am probably more of uh, probably more of a top. And I think it's because I have to be. Because mm. that's the role that's thrusted upon me. By society male. standards. If I'm if I'm a heterosexual male, that's like the common thing is that you are a top. That's like Hey man. I don't know. Thing. You could command from the bottom too, man. <laughs> 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 so but of course, I mean here's the deal. Hit it! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Quit dicking around, sissy. Yeah. And and sling it. Um so but the bottom line is I could answer this bottom, yeah, because the bottom of the bag of of of, of McDonald's uh-huh. always has the best French fries. Yeah, it's true. I see. That's the original answer. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> or like, or the, answer too honestly. <laughs> the the bottom of the cake doesn't have frosting on it, so I like the bottom of the cake. Yeah. yeah. I don't like the top because it's just too, too sweet. sweet. Yeah. No, I just. Or, or I like the top because I like boobs. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> or, or like top because in my homosexual relationships, <laughs> I am always the top. It could go any number of ways. Or top or the bottom because in the bunk bed, the top's just too hot, you know? So I want to get out. So, you know, <laughs> any of those answers. Any I see those, the game now. Matter. I'm ready. Yeah. And we're I'm not going to change. You know, let's just start all over from the beginning. From the beginning. <laughs> so he knows... No. <laughs> so I'm ready. Uh, you did. Uh, I, I do the next. You can take. You can take 14, this. Okay. Filthy fifteen. Getting getting a little filthier. filthy. Filthier. Cut or uncut. Uh. Let's see how he he gymnastics his way out of the penis <laughs> the penis reference. Well, well, I mean, all right. So the the my my biggest issue with this, like growing up as a, as a guy who's really into um into steak is I don't know if I like T-bones <laughs> or if I just like the actual, like if I like the entire like bought like butt, 
Yeah. Do I want the ribeye? I usually go with uh, the ribeye, and I don't want it cut in pieces. I'd rather prefer it be thickly sliced and uncut. Uncut. Yeah, that's, yeah, my, yeah. that's my. This guy. He wants the whole, the whole, the whole yeah. cut. He has a very high acrobatic skill. I. Yeah. It's very yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that, my preference is to, to get my food uncut. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Now that he now that he understands yeah how this element of the game works, yeah. he yep. showed his skill. Yeah. He's played his hand. He's played his hand, <laughs> and so. You've done great, Hollis. It's been fun. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we glad you, you've come on and we got to know each other. Yes. Um, uh, and now we're, we'll close out this question and, and then we get to say goodbye yes. and all that kind of business. You, you've done well. Thanks Number 15. Here we go. Ass play. Ass play. Wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> wait, repeat the. I want to make sure I heard that yeah. correctly, and you didn't like you know accidentally what? read the same section get, twice. Get real close in. Right, Do you want me to say it? Yeah, you Do I talk better? All right, let me get the paper so I can read it right verbatim. Verbatim. <laughs> Number fifteen. Ass play. Ass play. <laughs> Did you get it? I did. I got okay. it. Okay. Let's, let's see how the gymnastics work here. No, it's not a problem. Um, so I would say that my preference normally uh, is going to be ass play. Let me tell you why. Uh, I was when I was uh, like uh, sixteen. I was in a theater, and we actually went. to All see, the best like, ass play stories begin when you're sixteen. <laughs> yeah, in the I was. Theater. I was sixteen, and we went to this play in Chicago, and uh, they had an actual donkey on stage. Where uh, the, the the actual lead singer was actually like, singing as if he was a donkey talking about the day, um, mm. and that was the best ass play I had ever seen. <laughs> it works. It works. Yeah. Well played. Well, well played, Hollis. Well played, well Mister Ass. Guys, <laughs> man, this, I'm had to dodge bullets over here, man. Yeah, I, yeah. It's like the Matrix. But you did well, and that's the end of it. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Those last you know three what? questions ain't that bad. Yeah. Especially, you know, you got you got thirteen out of fifteen, which is the best score we've had so far. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you got a couple. <laughs> you only got wrong. two. Wrong. <laughs> you only got two. Uh, I'm just kidding. I mean, we've had people the last uh, on episode two hundred. The answer was knuckle deep. Yeah, and other ones was uh, yeah. He likes playing with his donkey. Yeah, where Jesus rode into to to, to Bethlehem <laughs> on a donkey. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a mental acuity game. It's like it's pay like, to play. Yeah, yeah. This <laughs> was one of them, I think. Too. Pay, pay to play. Yeah, pay to play as the response to ask play. But those three ain't too bad. Yeah. But you can understand how someone that's worried about the PR of their game company <clears throat> yeah. might not want yeah. to mention that. Yeah. But luckily, you don't really have a future in politics. So <laughs> they're not going to dig this one up. Well handled, sir. Um, so go ahead and uh, uh, give your whatever plugs, plugs you want to get out there for people who are listening and who are interested in you well it's just uh is i'm trying to make it fast i uh i am very lucky and privileged to be a part of two great podcasts for uh for android netrunner uh the first one is anr bad publicity where we stream uh every thursday night at around like once 10 p.m central center time 9 p.m central center time and the other is a com- more competitive based uh podcast named the winning agenda where we come out with a new episode every monday um and those guys record i record with those guys out of australia and Ooh. coordinating time is very difficult, um, but it's a labor of love. It's we we, we love doing it, and I hope uh, if you are a fan of Netrunner, you will get an opportunity to tune in and listen to one of or both of the, of, of these casts. 
Um, and uh, I want to give a quick shout out to you guys because you guys are awesome. Right? It was very random that I was asked to be um, a part you know, of your podcast. And you guys have so many episodes. So you know what you're doing. Like you, you, you know, you, I know that you've gotten the listeners and you guys are very funny. That was, that's what I really enjoyed the most. You guys made me laugh a lot. Um, so I'm really looking forward to your upcoming episodes. I hope you guys continue to be successful and thank you for having me on the show. You're very welcome. And, thank and, you. and yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh, uh, see when you've done 200 episodes and you got seven years, yeah, the barrel, you have to get really <laughs> deep down in there and scrape it. Um, but no. Uh, Sometimes was, a little bit of gunk just gets stuck on your fingers. And, and you're and, like, and, you and know, I could do something with this. <laughs> I could put it in a few uh, commercials and call it a show. But, you know, but the bottom line is we like to have fun. We yes. like to talk about games of all stripes and sorts. Yes. And you know what? And meet came, new people. And meet new people. Yeah. Because the bottom line is, when I look at it, it's... Because we, we've, we've met a lot of people from England and other countries when it comes to Warhammer. Yeah. And... Yeah. Uh, across all cultural barriers, language barriers, uh, geo- uh, uh, Geographic geographical bar- uh, differences, we all are nerds or geeks or whatever. We all kind of speak the same tongue. Yeah, you yeah. know, and uh, it's just nice connecting to other the others like us that we may not always get to know. Yeah, and if if this podcast has done anything for us it's gotten us to meet very cool people yeah yeah so 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 maybe down the road we can come on and talk some more because so we got some rpgs we you could be our 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 fantasy flight contact yeah because we got l5r coming we got arkham horror that i'm gonna be playing tomorrow the sky is the limit yeah it's a good game by the way arkham horror yeah, I really enjoy it. Yeah, we're, we're really having a lot it, of fun yeah. with it. I'm not yeah. so I'm not sold yet on on L5R, but maybe down the road after it's out, we can come back and talk about it. Yeah. All right. Do you want to t- you want to want to just take it out now? In the immortal words of Moose Jaw Jackson, life is always sweeter after the cover save. And now the time has gone away. Thank you for listening. You better listen up this day Cause Blake and Ned are talking 40k You know the motto Is life is always